While we'll be consuming alcohol throughout the show, should you choose to join in, we ask that you only do so where it's legal, safe, and in moderation. We also welcome your feedback and suggestions on our Instagram at Movies Rock Podcast. And should we say anything rude, non-inclusive, or otherwise wrong, we apologize in advance. We are affirming of all, so with that being said, offense or ill will is never our intent. Now let's get back to the show. It is I, Thomas, with Eric. Hey, girls. It's me. <laughs> your bo- the your one boy. of you. <laughs> hey, girls. And, and the, one of you, yeah, the one of you. If we have maybe, one female listener. Because it's maybe, not any of our wives. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no. Not, maybe, nope, mine doesn't listen. And of course, Derek. Look, you know, our one female listener, please, please don't leave us. Yeah, we like <laughs> We're trying. We We're putting in the work. Okay. Yeah. We, we are... welcome you here. <laughs> yep. And yep, we yep. are the Murder Boys. Murder, murder, murder. And uh, it is another episode. It is episode 52. Um, we, I know, Oof. right? It's crazy. We hit 100, a I swear to God. My God, man. Guys, we are we going to make it to 100? Do you think we we're going to make it? I know, I'm going Eric to. Eric won't, not after here. this episode. Probably not. That might be true. <laughs> this might be my last. This might be my curtain call, guys. <laughs> my swan song. So, really, it's not going to. I was thinking about for the next episode, our next recording that's not the Halloween special. I was thinking of maybe throwing down Monster Patrol, but I don't know yet. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what? I don't know. <sighs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> disappointment. Was that. Uh, anyways, but uh, but yeah, no. Th- today we are talking about the uh, brand new, actually, motion picture from BJ Novak, who wrote and directed, called Vengeance. Um, but before we get into that, let's go ahead and discuss what we are. Oh, but by the way, if you don't know who we are uh, or what we do, we do a podcast. We drink on the podcast. We talk about the movie on the podcast. We talk shit on the podcast, and that's basically it. And so, make fun of Derek almost. And the make whole fun time. of Derek. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> if he brings up anime, that's usually the sound that you yep. hear. Yep. Anyways, but uh, but as far as drinking, gentlemen, what are you partaking of? What libations are you partaking of today? Go ahead, Derek. You can go. Why is it always you got fi- okay? You got fifteen drinks. Because it's every always time. so exciting. It's exciting with you today. The day today. of our Lord. <laughs> October 2022. You sound like John oh, Kennedy. Man. I have great. brought yeah, Oktoberfest from Samuel Adams. Oktoberfest. Oh, Octo- that's, that's one of my favorite beers, dude. I, I know, Sam and that's why I paid a stupid price for one. Yeah, okay. sure. It was expensive. Would you pay like $4 Oktoberfest. for it? Dude, worse than that. I'm embarrassed. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, I, no, now I want to know. Now yeah. I have to know. You know, that's really not bad, dude. That's actually oh, that's no, a nice beer. Very dude, good. Sam like Adams, first of all, I think people don't realize, like, it's a pretty good, oh. like, not microbrewery beer or not not craft beer. Yeah. It's probably mm-hmm. one of the best. And their Oktoberfest is fantastic. 
I love you know, the, the the beer that I love from them is their Christmas seasonal, the um, f- uh, Fezzy Wigs. Oh yeah, that one's oh. good. Oh, you know what else I like by Stan Adams? That's a very good one. You know what I like? They have a, ch- a cherry wheat beer. Ooh. Oh, fantastic! Well, Just wait That's until you see one. the the. Well, I'm, I'm not going to hype it that much. I've got another Oktoberfest brew from another uh, brewery for our Which second one? portion. Which You'll one? see when we get there. Ah, fine, shit. Oh, we'll shit. usually Look at show that. like seven at a time. Damn. Well, I like this one. I'm not moving on. Okay, <laughs> Eric, what are you drinking? <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> Guys, unfortunately, I'm back on the keto. Mm. Oh, so, shit. So I'm rocking just a straight screwball. <laughs> no, that's not keto at all. I wish. Otherwise, I'd be drinking it. Um, no, I'm drinking just uh, uh, it's a vodka in A&W. Just drinking a vodka root beer tonight. Oh, dude, I should have given you that A&W. That... No, I'm never going to drink an A&W Zero ever again. I've got one in the fridge. Did you hate it? <laughs> you didn't like I'm it? Just, I just have no reason to want to drink that. It's good, man. It tastes like closest <laughs> thing to root beer with, without calories. That's what it, it is. You're, like. you're not. You are not wrong. It's a, it's a delectable drink. I just I have like my three drinks that I have throughout the day, and I will never remember to go and open that, and it will just sour right, well, eventually. Next time I come by, I'll just drink it. <laughs> That's uh, you mean I'm... you mean this weekend, right? All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you want to make this happen? I'm down. <laughs> okay. I'm down uh, we'll see. I'm getting my booster shot. I might feel like shit. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, you know, make you feel uncomfortable in any Just way. Just bring me chicken noodle soup and snuggle me. It'll be all right. Is that? If that's Plus, what are you drinking? I see. Don't ice. threaten me with a good time, Derek. Okay, do not threaten me with a good time. <laughs> all right. So tonight, boys, I am drinking my favorite. It's rum and coke, but I am drinking Havana Club, the illegal version. So what that's that what I'm mean? drinking. Is it called so, the illegal version? Is this a marketing it is, thing? It, the thing is, is that what it is is that it's Havana Club and and Coke Zero, and uh, Coke Zero, and uh, basically, goddamn, the, the Havana time. Club. There's yep. there's a Havana Club that Bacardi makes, which they say is the original recipe, and there's a Havana Club that's made in the Bacardi Bacardi distilleries in Cuba, the former Bacardi distilleries in Cuba. This is that Havana Club. Oh, so, so it's you got only, it it's, like a, a specialized import then. Yeah, when I yeah I got it in the Dyson St. Martin this past week on a cruise. Now, by the way, if you guys ever have a chance, even you, even you, Eric, if you can go on the Disney cruise, bro, it's expensive, but it is amazing. I just, I mean, I believe you. I just don't want to spend that much money. I know, <laughs> I, mean, I know. They're so bro, I will find I was, any other way to get to St. Bro, Martin. It was St. Really Martin is good. the shit, dude. Yeah, St. Martin is the shit, though, bro. Martin. Yeah. St. Martin is awesome. Did you like, enjoy it? Yeah, my, did you love it? Yeah, I, I enjoyed yeah. it, bro. My whole yeah. beach with the planes coming in, bro. Oh, yeah, isn't that the best? Isn't that the That's best? That's insane. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, it was a good I've time. always known it. I've always yeah. I've always come by whenever I visited, but yeah. but it was it was great, bro. Like, yeah. I was just like, damn, son. Yep. But yeah, no. But in St. Martin, I bought cigars and I bought two bottles of that rum because it's and it's the seven year añejo, which is fucking. I love it. I love the seven year añejo. All right, good stuff. But man. um, but yeah, but uh, that that's what I'm drinking. And then you put book. it with Coke Zero. Yeah, well, I mean, because I honestly, it's not great. What is he to supposed put to put rocks. it with, asshole? What do you want Drink to put that it with? shit straight? Isn't that what you do no, with these fancy I mean, liquors? Not really, not really, because right it's not really fancy, fancy liquor, dude. It's not Yeho, but it's and only you, And you get years. like the little whiskey rocks that are just fucking cold and it doesn't water it down. I mean, isn't that what I don't I'm drink, not even a drinker and I know these things. I don't okay? drink, honestly, I don't drink rum on the rocks unless it's like more than like 12 years. I'm I wouldn't like drink that. rum straight unless it's like. 
what what is it parrot bay that tastes sweet <laughs> like the sweet ass rum i'm not drinking straight it's like syrup. I, mean, I, mean, yeah. I mean the yeah. one the one that i do drink like like the sacapa rum the 23 year that's fucking amazing mm. on the rocks and the 15 year eldorado that i get that's fucking amazing on the rocks it's so fucking smooth um but yeah like other than that dude like i don't drink that shit hell no dude this stuff needs yeah. to be mixed it can't i'm sorry yeah if I'm you don't mix it that's guy. fine that's on you bro have fun but this yeah. is perfect Anytime I've drank anything shit. straight, anytime I've ever drank anything straight, and the last time I did it was Screwball, it's always been a bad idea. <laughs> so I'm just saying, <laughs> always yeah, been a bad out. idea. Shit, yeah, dude. So, no, but so, um, I I have a confession to make. Um, shout out to to my friends Janelle and Manny. They they are getting married here in the next couple of weeks, and we went yeah. out to their their mm-hmm. their uh, bachelorette slash bachelor pairing party. Whatever we all went out drinking. Um. Clubs are too damn expensive to drink at, dude. What the oh, hell, yeah, dude? dude? Yeah, you I probably, ordered a single you... drink and it was twenty dollars. Dude, when's the last time you went to a club? What was like, what, like when you were eighteen, twenty, twenty one? It was probably close to ten years ago. Where was it? Where were you? What what state? Mm, were you in Texas? I was in Texas, probably. Yeah, okay. Probably somewhere oh, where? Here in Houston. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing that's crazy, man. I I know that if you buy, so you spending twenty dollars on a drink in Houston is outrageous. I agree with you. Don't I'm not saying <laughs> that. But the fact don't ask how much is, I spent on this beer. I, I want to know, <laughs> but but if you go to like a club in um I don't know New York, L.A., you're gonna pay Miami. thirty to thirty to forty dollars for a drink. Yeah, a yeah, drink. You can't. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't dude. care. Yeah. I, I would. I'd rather pay twenty bucks to get punched in the face. It's, it's that. It's that. It's got the same bro. effect, dude. I agree. It's it's that bite inflation. I'm just kidding. I'm oh kidding. god. <laughs> Here we go. Dark Here we Brandon. Go. Dark Brandon. <laughs> god. <laughs> Is it time to go to the news desk? No. Yeah, no. No. Okay. All right. Do you guys have Here's any news? Because no. I okay, honestly sorry. don't have a lot. I really don't have a lot. Mm, I, well, I do have something, and it's and it's honestly, it's Marvel. But 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 Eric. Oh my god! Don't get mad. Okay. Don't get mad. He's I'll already pissed. <laughs> because it's good Marvel. The Marvel you like. It's Deadpool. That they're going out of business oh, okay. and they're funding A twenty four. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when they go out of business, that's when Hollywood dies. That's yeah, basically what pretty happens. much. Yeah. <laughs> so it's dead um, forever. No, yeah. Exactly. So uh, over last week, there was an announcement made by Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And he announced that they it was a great video. He made like two or three videos. But it was an announcement of, drumroll please, that Logan would be in the MCU with him in Deadpool. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. So and It was kind of cute face. because he was talking and about... It, he was pitching like the new Deadpool movie, yeah, and and uh, he goes, "Hey Hugh," and Hugh's just like walking by, holding Eating a beer, a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, oh, something yeah. like that. And 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 he's like, "Hey, hey Hugh, Hugh, would you do a movie with one more movie with as Wolverine with me?" He's like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" And he just goes upstairs. <laughs> that was the whole thing. <laughs> and, was, and then at the end, at the end, it was like a song. I forgot what song it was. It was like uh, it was like some weird, some eighties like love song yeah. or something yeah. like that. But but Very it's Deadpool-y. basically what it is. Yeah, yeah, very Deadpool, and he just kind of looks at it with a little, a little snarky face right at the camera, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then they have another commercial where they're like, "Oh, this is great. We've been talking ideas. People have been giving us ideas. So let's give you an idea of what we've talked about for Deadpool three. And then the song starts playing, and you can't hear their voices. And it's yeah. just, it's, you know, it's it's whatever. It's yeah, no, that should be good. 
I, but yeah, they announced it, and then then and then then um, what's his name? Um, Hugh Jackman started releasing photos of him working out, like starting to starting to work out. Cause trying to get jacked like, again, yeah, yeah. Because it's taking like six months to get to that size yeah. again, and it's like yeah. six months for like that's four hard hour workouts a day. Yeah, that's yeah. hard training. Three thousand yeah. calories a well, day. He he yeah. bulks up, and he's already kind of a big guy. He's one of those yeah. guys that when he gets into that that character, he's not just fit; he is big. Yeah, that is, no, that's huge. a different amount of workout. <laughs> the dude's yeah. got good genetics. You know what I'd love <laughs> to see? You know what made me yeah. laugh though? If they go to Deadpool three and he kills him in the first five minutes, like he kills Wolverine in the first five minutes. Like, I dude, mean, they can't. But he can't, can't die. But it would be cool die. if they fought each other. It would be but, cool if they but, fought each other. But he's not going to be able to die, considering that Logan takes place in twenty twenty nine, and this is going to take place like in twenty twenty five, kind of thing. Mm. You know, so oh, well, the movie comes out in twenty twenty four. So yeah, and they announced it officially. Like it's official. Yeah. Like he's gonna you know be I, in it. So I got. I want to tell you guys. Like I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but I really like Ryan Reynolds. I think he's a funny dude. Like just a funny guy, not just he's from hilarious. his movies, but just his himself. He's a funny guy. And so funny. I don't. Have you guys ever seen what he does on Twitter or Instagram with his wife? Because he's married to Blake Lively, right? I haven't seen anything. No, yeah, I, seen, I knew he was married seen, to. Him. They seen, do very, some hilarious shit to each other. They wait, do wait, it back I, and forth. When they yeah. cut each other out and yes, say like happy birthday picture. and shit, it's so funny when they put like birthday or Mother's Day pictures out, and he's like, like "This is my lo- my wife. She's beautiful and great and amazing." And it's just a picture of him, and she's cut out of the picture. It's like yeah. you see just like half of her neck. It's hilarious, man. And they do it back and forth to each other. It's great, man. It's I don't they're know. great, like man. Him. He's so I'll watch he's, he's he's hilarious. Yeah, he's he's so funny, dude. It's just yep. it's just he's just one of those guys that's just it's just it's actively just so funny. Yeah, like I don't care how stupid the movie it's is, funny he's guy, hilarious man. in it. Yeah, he's, he's a funny guy. But but anyway, but yeah, but that's that's so far that's the only news I got. So you got anything, Derek? Mm, got shit. Nope. <laughs> Did you watch <laughs> have you it? watched have you watched uh, Blonde? I am in, I wanted to talk to you guys about this, so I'm glad you brought it up because this will give us something to fill I, a little I'm time. I'm wondering because that's that came up in my news too, and I'm like, should we talk about I, it? I haven't seen it yet. I am two hours into it. Okay, it's, it's about two hours and forty five minutes long. I've never seen a like a biopic that looks quite like this or moves or flows quite like this. It's um, I wouldn't. It's not like a hard avant garde, but it's. It's different. Pretty, it, you'll see artistic. if you watch it. Yeah, it's artistic and it's cut in a very strange way where you're bouncing around in different parts of her life. Um, and you're looking at it from her perspective. And I'll tell you this, two hours in, and I haven't even finished it yet. Two hours in, I have, I have never felt so isolated with someone in my life. Like, I felt like... They did such a good job at this film of making you feel her isolation, like, like you're, you're like her, and she was surrounded by people, but incredibly isolated. Be- and she didn't even want. I didn't know this, but she didn't even really want to be Marilyn Monroe. No. She didn't want no. that. I didn't no, know that. They, now. they basically covered um, up her entire history yeah. and her family's heritage and she all these different things, and she didn't want it. She didn't want it. And there's, dude, there's some like really, really rough shit in this. And it's, it's got an NC 17 rating for a reason. And there's some heavy shit that goes on. And it's very heavy. And like, I feel it in my core. And I, it was so heavy that I was like, 
I do have the time to finish this, but I'm going to take a break. Like it was a lot. That's wow. what I, yeah, I was like, I want to take a break here and I'll come back to this later. But Anna De, De, uh, Anna De Armas. Um, yes. Holy shit. She's going to win an Oscar. That's all I'm going to say. She's probably going to win. I hope. She's amazing. She's probably going to win. Av- she's, she's amazing oh, in everything I've ever seen her in. Dude, she's. Like, she, she, she I, was amazing in, uh, in, in Knives Out. Yeah. She's killing That's the first it. thing I saw her in. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, the, that's, I think that's the only other thing I've seen her in. But she, she's slayed and she's, does like, she's the closest that you can get to someone looking like Marilyn Monroe, which is pretty, pretty impressive as being, her being like a natural brunette. <laughs> but like, just like Marilyn Monroe was, but yeah, that's, that's but wasn't she a natural? She looks, that? but yeah. she like her facial structure too is pretty close, mm-hmm. and she sounds so much like her. Like I'm just and Anna Darmus is. I think she's uh, of. Uh, she's I Cuban. think she's of Cuban. Yeah, yeah, Cuban descent. Yeah, she's right? Cuban. Yeah, she's yeah, Cuban. Yeah, she's, she's born of Cuban. Havana. Yes, and she kills this. Like she just does such a good job, and um, I just you you just feel nothing but if you are like have a soul or even just a part of a soul you're gonna feel nothing but empathy for what this woman endured and it's uh it's shitty hollywood fucking sucks man especially old hollywood we're at a a podcast about movies here guys and we love it but i also hate it i also hate hollywood and it's old hollywood specifically Oh my is, god, it was, was horrible, a disaster. dude. So, they, um, it's dude, you guys got. I would, I would implore you to check it out. I don't know if uh, I Derek. I know it. you hate that kind of shit, but it's it's worth taking a look at. And I haven't even finished it yet. I haven't even finished. You said you're already two hours into it, though, and you're not done. Two hours in. Oh, no, I'm not done. It's two hours. Yeah, it's two hours away, and forty five minutes long. It's long because he had to step, bro. For Eric to, to step away, that's yeah. I had to take a beat, man. For you to take, for you to take a beat, dude. That's. That's rough, I love dude. that shit. No, because, you, know, you know I love no, that yeah, rough I shit. know you do. It was just a lot do. for me. For some do. reason, I just you're, empathized with her so hard that I was like, <gasps> I, I got to breathe. I need to breathe for a second. So I took a breath. I think yes. we're going to call this episode my... Eric is the Gimp because he likes this shit. <laughs> so here's, <laughs> here's my concern. <laughs> and this is part of the reason why I stopped watching <laughs> most biopics now. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that it can because there's nobody proofing or showing citing sources often uh they they can paint it in a light that tells a story to the audience that is not inherently true so, okay, before and I, I don't i'm gonna let you continue but that's with blonde this is a fictionalized depiction of her real life so if if even two percent of what I'm seeing is real, it's too many percent. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, like, it's 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 so fucked but up. But was, I'm sorry, I didn't this was my off. problem. Whenever I saw, um, shit, I'm gonna forget the name. What was the name of the one about Freddie Mercury and Queen? Oh, Bohemian. I forget. Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Mm. Um, I saw it, and and you know, I empathized with the character and I learned a lot about the character's background and, and the struggles that he endured. And, um, you know, I already knew some things about how, you know, because of his, uh, public persona versus his love life, he was kind of forced to live in the shadows a lot and, and couldn't really be who he wanted to be into the public eye for a lot of it. Um, and and the the movie depicts that and explains a lot of that, but um, I realized how much my opinion of him was being formed and and molded by this film, 
and I didn't have anyone, I, I wasn't proofing or checking or confirming any of these details or facts. And so it concerned me that I was being misled or being retold a story in a different yeah, light, from a different perspective that may not be true. Not yeah. to say that that's the case with Blonde or any other of these biopics out there. I'm sure that there are lots of them that are that are absolutely true, right? Or at least told um, it with with the with the theme of truth, right? Um, and just trying to fill in the gaps, perhaps, right, to tell a story to keep people engaged. Mm. Um, but that's part of the reason I didn't see Elvis. Um, I, I had lots of interest in it. Um, Tom Hanks, I mean, shit, he's amazing in everything and I wanted to see it and I'm, I'm, I didn't because I don't know how much of it I can trust and I I'm not willing to do the research myself and so I don't want to have my opinion formed and being misled. And, and I don't know, it's a common, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a battle internally for me right now against yeah. all biopics. I don't know what to do. So, so, so I saw Elvis. I saw Elvis, and it's, I mean, it is Elvis with a Baz Luhrmann flip to it. I get it. It's very artistic. He does his thing with it. Um, but a lot of the stuff that was happening in the movie, I had already heard about in regards to what he would, had done and what had happened to him. So, like, like this, there was, they, they meant, they, they did a whole big, like, a lot of the scenes, like, near the end, like, the last 45 minutes of the movie or so, there was a big, you know, there was a lot of disagreements because, Elvis wanted to tour the world and he couldn't. He wanted to tour the world and couldn't. And the only reason he didn't tour the world is because the captain talked him out of it. And the reason why they couldn't tour the world is because the captain was an illegal immigrant. He couldn't come back in the country. He couldn't leave the country. And then there was all this other stuff happening in the background, which we don't know if it's true. It could be, it could be just artistic, you know, license done by Baz Luhrmann because he wrote the movie too. But, but a lot of the stuff was, in my opinion, what I, I knew was happening in into a great deal. The movie's not that great, anyways. I saw the movie; it's okay. I, uh, I watched fucking, like half and like gave up. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Sorry. Austin Butler is amazing though in it. He he he's the real deal. Like I ain't gonna lie; he should be nominated at least because what he did in the movie was amazing. Um, how he portrayed him was unbelievable. I mean, he was fucking Elvis on screen; like it was unreal. But the movie was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't one of Baz Luhrmann's better features. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to movies like that, or even like Straight Outta Compton, where you have like with Bohemian Rhapsody and Straight Outta Compton, where the producers are the band members, they have some say, I guess, in what's being portrayed. But they also understand there's going to be some artistic license that has to be taken because they can't well, just a lot put of case, everything they have in one to, shape. It has to be entertaining, right? It, That's true. They're they're paying for a property to make a profit. Like I, I understand like, that, and it has to be entertaining. It has to make money. I just don't know how much they're just like according conjuring. to the Queen. Like um, you know, Freddie Mer- Mercury didn't never screwed a guy in, in a, a truck stop bathroom. Like he never did. Like they they knew he was he, they knew he was different. But they didn't really give a shit because he was their singer. He was their bandmate. They didn't give a fuck. But but they knew he was different. And back then it was like, you don't have to tell me anything. Whatever makes you happy and what makes you do good music, that's all they cared about. You know? But like they knew that he never fucked some random dude in the fucking bathroom in a truck stop in the U.S. somewhere. You know? Mm-hmm. But, but... I mean, who's to say he never did? At one point? I, I would hope so. Sp- specifically speaking about like Queen and Elvis and even this blonde movie, I would hope that some of the decisions they made specifically in blonde, as far as her dealing with um, 
Addiction? Uh, not even that. I'm talking about like the violence and assault. I would hope that they weren't oh. fabricating that. So, because that was what made me very uncomfortable. So, but I mean, um, are we talking like are we talking like irreversible, uncomfortable? No, it's it's not that uncomfortable, but it's uncomfortable because this it's so it's irreversible is uncomfortable. Irreversible is un- uncomfortable because you're watching a a a violent rape for seven minutes without any cuts. Okay, blonde is uncomfortable because you're watching someone that you're for some reason truly empathize. They really did a great job of making me empathize with her. Like mm-hmm. just be like, oh man, I I have such a heart for you. And someone that you're watching just deteriorate because of the things that have happened in her life and the things that she thought she wanted and then got and didn't want and the husbands that she had and how she got into show business. And I wish I could be more forward about it with you, but I don't want to ruin it. So um, I don't know. I just empathize. I feel for her. Like I was like, I felt her. And because of that, I'm watching really shitty things happen to someone that you're like, God damn, like, why is this happening to this woman? You know? There's there's a movie with Michelle Williams and Eddie Redmayne where Michelle Williams plays uh, plays her, plays Marilyn Monroe when she was in uh, London. My Weekend some... with Marilyn. I saw it and she yeah, was great. There you go. That, yep. Yeah, she was great in it. But I mean, mm-hmm. I like, but, but you, there you got a taste of her, her the isolation that she yeah, felt. Yeah, and she's, and you, I empathized with Marilyn Monroe as yeah. Michelle Williams as Marilyn Monroe too, but yeah. this one is different. This one's a lot. Oh, I'm sure it's it all is. It's all to say. I'm sure it you is. Know? I'm sure yeah. it is. So, this one's a whole lot. So do you guys remember, gosh, this was probably last year, maybe the year before, do you remember whenever they did, it was probably like three different separate productions came out all within a couple months of each other about Selena. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and there were some that were more dramatic. There were some that took more liberties. There were some that I'm sure were more truthful to Like to the Netflix history. show? Um, that was one of them. Yeah, there was uh, there was a couple of them. Out there. I remember there was one. two. There was two. I think there were two docu series and one documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and and whenever that happened, I just started thinking like, man, they're just milking this property for all that they can get, and like they're just pumping all this content out. And these aren't even trying to build upon each other; they're competing with each other. Like mm-hmm. they're telling the exact same story in in their own you know, manner and, you know, their own actors and actresses and so forth. I don't know. I like, and I don't, I do not mean to come across as, um, cause I almost feel like I'm, I might be, uh, like victim blaming, right? Like, like maybe, like maybe Marilyn Monroe didn't go through all of this or, or that it's all fabricated. I don't mean to say that. I just don't know what is true anymore. And if I'm going to be forming an opinion about a real person, I'd like to know that it was based on facts and there's only so many, I don't know. There's only a handful of platforms out there that you feel like you're getting, uh, researched and vetted truth. And it's not usually the most entertaining content. It's not movie content. It's not a docu series. No. It's, you know, I don't know whatever the honest version of each really true Hollywood story is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, so I guess I, I guess know. that's the, yeah I guess that's the hard part about any of these movies. Derek is like we don't know 
a hundred percent if all this shit is real or not. Like we don't know how much of it's real and how much it's not unless we know the person themselves. And unfortunately I am never going to have the opportunity to have a conversation with Marilyn Monroe. But if I did, (laughs) if I did, the first thing I would do is hug her and apologize. That's it. I just mean that I just mean that the safe bet is to stick to fiction, right? (laughs) Fiction is inherently made up, right? So I I don't know. That is true. That is what fiction is. That's a good point. Um (laughs) you guys wanna hear a non-news news story I found? Sure. It's official. It has been made into canon. Velma. Oh from from Scooby Doo. Oh wow. Is a lesbian. Oh really? She's, yeah. she's, Confirmed? she's a member of the LGB. Oh, yeah. She's part of the LGBTQ Q crew. And sure. They kind of hinted been, at it for years. And no one. Is that been the case, like, from the original Scooby Doo? Or is that something that they've kind of morphed into the storyline now? I don't, I don't know. I think everyone kind of thought that she was, per se, to a certain degree. But yeah. it, there's, a, there's, a, there's a clip that got released recently of her walking into someplace. And she sees a girl, and she's like, all of a sudden, like, like little lines come out saying, "Oh, this means that. This means that. This means that." Like from her view, and she gets like, and her eyes, her glasses start fogging up because she's like, all of a sudden, got the hots for this chick. She's like, "Oh yeah. my," yeah. kind of okay. thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, interesting, yeah, dude. Interesting. I'm, I'm down um, I don't for know. That. I don't know who owns that property. I'm sure it's not Hanna Barbera anymore. But um, yes, it is. As a matter of fact. Oh, is it? Well, good so, on you guys. One for representing reality, and two for not selling off all your properties, dude. Well, yeah. I'll give you some backup yeah. story on that. Now here, here's the news part of it, dude. So this show is called Velma. It's like, it's like um. Oh, they're coming out uh, of the, the show. It's a TV series on just HBO about Max. Velma. Yes. Live With action. That other crew. No, 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 no. It's cartoon. Okay, it's a okay. cartoon. This is an adult anime. <laughs> <cartoon>. <laughs> In yeah. the vein of like Harley Quinn on HBO okay. Max. Yeah. Have you ever seen Harley Quinn, the cartoon? I haven't seen it, but I know I know what it's you're talking about. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. I've never heard like I mean, other than Rick and Morty, this show is just as fucking nasty, dude. Like what they talk about on the show is fucking hilarious. I mean, they they talk about all this crazy shit. On but, Velma uh, or Harley Quinn? On on Harley Quinn. Okay, it's okay. nuts. And uh and like her and Poison Ivy have like a lesbian relationship. You know, it's like wild, dude. Okay. It's wild. But yeah. but yeah, so this is going to be in that same vein. It's going to be an adult animated series of Velma, and it's going to have like the the rest of the Mystery Incorporated crew. It's going to have everybody mm-hmm. else in it. But I mean, it's going to be it's her show. Okay, and it looks like uh, they've cool. signed Mindy Kaling to voice Velma. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? Way to go, guys. Good for you. Yeah, yeah I'm so, behind yeah, that. Good stuff. Hell yeah, dude. Well, I, have I mean, to there's, go to there's, there's some other stuff. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Is it time to go to Tinkle Town? Apparently, it is. He was drinking a little too fast today. I I was, and I'm on this keto. (laughs) I'm on keto, so I've been drinking wild amounts of water. So I might have to take a break during our regular. (laughs) For everyone at home, he means to say water. So, Derek, listen, bro. All right. Well, since since Eric's gotta go tinkle, we're gonna go ahead and see man about a dog. Just do a little, take a piss. Peace out.
this week's movie we're going to be talking about, now that we're back from the refill portion, um, we're going to be talking about the movie Vengeance. Very um, recent so edition. Very recent edition. been out, edition. what, two months now or something like that, right? Two, Yeah, two months, almost three months, actually. Uh, but we're not counting. Um, and uh, Derek, you don't go ahead, man. It's your movie, dude. Start it off, baby. Yeah, so BJ Novak's uh, written and directed and stars within Vengeance from 2022, came out in July. Uh, the synopsis goes... A writer from New York City attempts to solve the murder of a girl he hooked up with and travels down south to investigate the circumstances of her death and discover what happened to her. I have to say, when I saw the trailer and he's, you know, on the phone with his his podcasting friend and he says, oh, I'm in Texas. I just left a funeral. Oh, I'm so sorry. Ah, don't worry. I didn't really know her. I just hooked up with her once. He drove to <laughs> Dallas. Dude, like that kind of set the whole tone for the movie. That one line, <laughs> that sequence. But um I want I want to I don't want to gush about some of the scenes that I love because there are some pitfalls to this movie. And I would like to to start off with Tomas because Eric's gonna beat me until I'm blue. So. <laughs> well, okay, so I mean... first off, let's let's talk about who's in the movie, all right? So you got BJ Novak, you know, uh you have Boyd Holbrook, you got Dove Cameron, Issa Rae, Ashton Kutcher, uh you John Mayer. Who, oh yeah, John, John Mayer. Mayer. Uh, yeah, John yeah. Mayer. Playing which is which his character's name is John. I have a weird feeling it's a very meta version of himself because he's oh, always yeah. talking about it totally is. Oh yeah. It's yeah, a version of himself, yeah. It is sure. a version of himself. He mentioned he, in an interview that he was l- quite literally impersonating a younger version of himself when he used to go out with John Mayer and sleep around. <laughs> who, B.J. Novak? Or? He said that in an interview, yes. B.J. Novak said that? He said, yes, B.J. said, <laughs> I wrote this character to be a younger version of myself that I've hopefully moved on from whenever I used to go out and and, you know, Sleep around with women, and, and me and John would have conversations like this. <laughs> oh God, it's absurd, dude. And they also right, wanted, so- and and John Mayer apparently was uh, very concerned about the movie not coming out fast enough to acknowledge the way that people say "hundred percent" far too much. He wanted <laughs> the movie to. He wanted you the movie to own it in our conversation today. <laughs> yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. He so John Mayer apparently was very concerned about the movie not coming out fast enough, and like somebody else getting to that meme and owning it before the movie did. <laughs> Fortunately, I think the movie definitely emphasized that pretty well in the first yes, couple minutes. Yes, they did. They did that whole thing. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Just a, oh my god! Like it was just absurd. But yeah, so like so the, so the movie made. Let's see. Let's talk about this. The 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 budget. What was the budget for this motion picture? It wasn't a lot. I assume it wasn't a lot, but God only knows. I mean, it the gross of the budget, the gross it made was a little over $4 million worldwide. That's how much this movie made. I assume that it cost more than that. <laughs> I, I would assume that it cost much more than that. But, I mean, so... You sure you want to start with me, Derek? I do. I do. Give it to me. Okay. I'll start so, if you want. Movie, you don't have to movie, move it up. Just give it to movie, me. I'll gladly start. All right. All right so uh, here, here's the thing. The movie has its values in certain areas. Like 
the whole podcasting thing with like, or even like the whole NPR kind of style to it, and the podcast of the true crime, all that stuff, it's just hilarious. And him calling the podcast "Dead White Girl" is fucking amazing because that's exactly what a podcast would say. Exactly. Yes, I really <laughs> yeah. enjoyed that as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. So, so that may be the title of this episode. Hundred percent. Um. So. But, I mean, there are certain things, like, I mean, I was watching the movie, and there are definitely some things I was just like, wow, this guy is just not a likable dude. I mean, like, from the jump, you're just like, what a fucking dirtbag. He's such a douchebag. He doesn't even know. like desperate. Yeah, he he doesn't even know the girls that he hooks up with. He has them random. Like, the funniest thing was when John Mayer, and he goes, oh, this girl called me uh, Giselle Random House uh, Party. And he goes, is that a party at a random house or is that at the publisher? And he's like, that, that joke actually made me laugh out loud. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. It, <laughs> it was. Laughing. And then the girl showed up and it's the like, shows up. the brunette, oh, you dyed your hair. How's the book business? And she's like, what? <laughs> she's like, what? And like, never mind. <laughs> it's just like, it was like some, it's just so random. And I'm just like, and, and then he gets that phone call and he's like, I don't want to be a part of this. And then he's just like, and then because he's such, he's so shallow. He goes along with it because he's like, where he's like, where he's like, uh, you ever, you ever been to been to Texas? Uh, yeah, I went to Austin once. That's not Texas. <laughs> All right, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas is another country. When, yeah, Houston, yeah, exactly. oh, Houston, he said Houston's. Another, he goes Dallas is not even part of Texas, and then he said Houston. He yeah. goes that's another country. <laughs> and then, yeah, exactly. And then, and then also and he goes, he, when he describes on where he lives, he's like, "Have you ever heard of a place called Abilene?" And he goes, "No." He goes. Well, Abilene's like three hours from Dallas and four hours from where I am. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then, which is perfect because that's exactly how Texas is. I'll tell you one thing. BJ Novak 100%. got the aspect, 100%. <laughs> got the aspect of like how you, like distances in Texas are because it's so funny. It's like, so like when I was living in Katy, people would ask me, so how far do you live from Houston? Oh, about an hour away. And he goes, but. But then what do you do in the week? Like, Sometimes we go to San Antonio. It's like, oh, that's close, right? It's like, no, it's like three hours away. And they're like, wait, what? You go three hours for a day? We're like, yeah, 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 go for a, a day. A lot of people don't even realize, like, especially as me being a, a transplant to from, from Jersey to yeah. Texas. And I've been here for 15 years now. But you don't realize that it could take you 12, 13 hours to drive from the east side to the west side of Texas. You know, oh, it's yeah. that big, oh, yeah. you know. It's that and you're not big. driving slow. The speed right. limit out there is 90. No. Yep, and, <laughs> and you're still taking 13, 14 hours in some cases, depending on where you're coming from. If you're going like exactly yep. El Paso down to like Brownsville, dude, fucking add 10. Like it's yep. way longer. <laughs> yeah, yep. dude. It's 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 absurd if people don't understand that. And it's just hilarious when they when you when he said that, I was like, that's perfect. And I'm not gonna lie, and I know we're gonna be jumping around a lot, and as far as you know, this has this movie had its merits. It didn't come across the best way, especially the ending. I was just like, wow, that was it wasn't satisfying to me. But the the, the whole scene about Whataburger was perfect. So it was. good. It was, it was a perfect. great scene. It was a great scene. That was scene. a great scene. Because it's, it's right there. <laughs> exactly. And it's true. Like people are saying, like, why would you want to go to Whataburger? I'm like, why not? That's my answer, but why? Why not? So then and they I've had people ask me that question before. If this and this are together and Whataburger's there too, where are you going? I'm going to Whataburger. And they're like, why? Why not? <laughs> they don't get it. It's like I've had In N Out Burger. I don't like In N Out Burger. I'm sorry. I think it's a piece of shit. It's just me. 
It's my hot take of the night. In and Out Burger is a piece of shit. But In and Out Burger, it, it's it's better than some. I think it's, it's not better than, than most. some other ones, but it's not better. I don't than think Water it's better Burger. than Better Burger. That's what I'm it's saying. Not better than Water Burger. Yeah, dude. It's okay, like, I just had this discussion with my wife a couple days ago because we you know we moved back to Houston, and right next to each other, I have a McDonald's, a Water Burger, and a Burger King. <laughs> now, I do McDonald's Derek, right by my house. When you come to my house, I have the same exact setup. It's walking <laughs> distance from my home. <laughs> yes, and and so and so here's here's the conundrum, right? I think we all would agree that McDonald's is not the five star Michelin burger out there. It is the drunk, the cheap, the buy thirty of them burger. That's why you go to McDonald's. Or and they taste. I will good. add, they taste good. It's not like they're, bad. they're okay. They're okay. And and um, I will add that uh, they tend to do really good quick breakfast because if you try to go to get breakfast at B- uh, bk it's not gonna happen they, they, they don't open till like 10 in some places it's ridiculous i don't know what the fuck they're talking about because those croissant sandwiches are really good moving on i agree here's the problem here's the problem i used to believe that whataburger was the the holy grail the burger to be sought after but here's the problem okay i tasted them back to back the bk and the whataburger and 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 BK is just better, dude. Okay, so let's talk about this a little bit deeper here, because you're talking you're talking about just a classic Whopper versus just a classic Whataburger, right? Yep, that's it. I, Nothing fancy. That, I'm not, so, not adding bacon or chicken or any of that shit. Yeah, I'm not going to slay you here because I agree with you. You are correct. Okay, a classic Whopper is better than just a classic Whataburger. But with that being said. I don't who goes to Whataburger and just gets the cheeseburger? <laughs> no one. Whataburger has these specialty burgers, and they are far superior than McDonald's, okay. Burger okay. King, Chick-fil-A, all of their specialty burgers. Yeah. In and out. I, I will give you that because they, they are, are better. Okay, let's say, let's say, and I'm I'm just gonna preach here. Honey butter, chicken biscuit. If you can't say it yourself, you are drunk enough to order one. Okay. Yes. The honey yes. butter chicken biscuit is a phenomenal sandwich. Real. You want to have and, a hot, you want you you want to have a hot take on this though? No, no. I've never you're had. You're not going to convince me. Oh God, you're so fucking wrong. Get the. Wait, you've never had the honey chicken biscuit? No. Honey butter chicken biscuit, motherfucker. Bro, bro. No, I've never bro. had it. Tomas. I've never had it. Uh, seriously, had it. tomorrow never morning. Take your ass to Waterburger. <laughs> they don't have his shit in Alpharetta, Not dude. Yet. Oh, next year. damn, I forgot. Next year, though, I forgot. they will. Yeah, I forgot. They he's will in next year. He's in next no man's year. land. They don't have next it's year. almost like not having like women's rights in Texas. Ha- I mean, never mind. One, Sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's, that, that's real life. That's real life right this, now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in, any, in any in any You're missing state. out. So, Eric, <laughs> but, to your point, I agree. Whataburger does have better alternate burger options specialty burgers specialty burgers sure let's call it that it's better better um but whenever it comes to just getting a burger because i I went to bk and i got just a regular burger i was like shit this fucking burger is great and then like the next day i went to whataburger and i was like well i don't normally just get the burger but i'm gonna get it to compare it because everybody talks about and i've never done like a one-for-one comparison and it just didn't it was good it was i mean far superior to most places just not better than the bk burger no, the Whopper, and you're talking about the PK burger. Just to be clear, as you said earlier, the Whopper, right? Whopper, that's it. Because the Whopper, cheese. I think, is the best. As I said earlier, it, I think the Whopper is better than than McDonald's cheeseburger yes, or anywhere sure. else, or even In and Out. Okay, 
Um, but mm, again, fair. that doesn't yep. to me. It just doesn't matter. It's all about the specialty burgers, baby. It's all about yeah. the specialty Dude, burgers. The, with the mission, okay. So in in because as I've been gone for so long now from from Texas. There was a burger I we would get you. all the Come time. <laughs> it was the 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 griddle, the cheese griddle, whatever the God, what was it called? In what wait, it was, what uh what what fast food chain? Uh, the melt, it was Whataburger. It was the uh, Oh the patty melt is my favorite. Mm, not the not the patty bro. melt, not the patty melt. It was That's like my favorite kinda, one. It was like a, a a cheddar cheese melt or whatever, a cheddar cheese griddle, whatever. It wasn't the patty melt though. But yeah, I mean it was was it, like, on, a, was it on toast or on a bun? It was on a bun. It was on a bun. I don't remember what it was, but that's what I would but get. But you can get it on time. toast if you want to. Yes, yes, you can. It's the best, it's the best, best part, part about it. Texas they have toast. they have the, Texas the sweet and spicy bacon burger. They have the oh whatever shit, that one is melt. good. That sweet <laughs> There's spicy. so much onion on it. It's so good. I haven't had that one. Dude. That one is good. good. Oh my burgers. God. Look, my point is, Whataburger <laughs> and the persona. Perso- uh, what is it? What is it? What, what am I trying to say? The way that they they portrayed Whataburger in this movie, spot on. All day oh, long. it's mm-hmm. perfect because it's, it's right perfect. there. It's um, right there. There are definitely some Texas isms that they nailed it right. Um, but you know, let's not lose sight of the fact that this was shot mostly in I think somewhere New in Mexico. Arizona or something. New Mexico, yeah, New Mexico. There New you Mexico. go. Mexico, yeah. Um, yeah it's but shot in New Mexico. It, the the scapes of uh, New Mexico and Arizona not all that far off, especially the places that they were trying to portray. And mm-hmm. and the comment about that the rodeo about like who the sponsors were, the energy <laughs> yes. companies. Yes, was that was great. I was like was so all, day long. Yeah. all day long, all day long, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Anyway, hundred percent. Do you guys mind um, if I? Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. Go ahead, Eric. What do you got? So, do you mind if I if I chime in and tell you what I thought of this? Okay, film? okay. I've given to you. Okay, you ready? Uh huh. So. I want to point out several things before I go into this. Okay. Just to be very clear. So I watched it one night and I texted you guys. So I was watching. I said, have you guys watched it yet? And you guys hadn't because I just wanted to know. So I watched it. It was early. No, it was early in the, it was in the morning. And then my wife came home and we watched, you know, when we got, when we got nothing going on in the evening, we'll watch TV together. And I'll say, I just, for some reason was like, I just watched this movie and I don't know, for some reason I want you to watch it. So would you watch it with me? <laughs> so I watched it twice yesterday. Twice. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. And I want to say that the first time I thought this movie was good. The second time I thought this movie was fucking fantastic. This is a great <laughs> fucking movie. Are you this shitting movie, me? I am not shitting you. Are this you movie, buttering me up right this, now? No, I promise you. Ask my wife. Quit in with the, the lube. What do you mean? I, I'm oh, going to send nice. you screenshots of me and my wife's text message. Because after I finished it, I texted her. I said, hey, when you come home tonight, we need to watch this movie. I think you'll like it a lot. And I was like, I, it's about Texas, and it's great. It's not really about Texas, but you know what I mean. And Yeah, yeah, sure. The characters I mean, so, that you see in Texas, but those are, those are people that you know you see in Texas, man. I rarely do that. So I watched it with her, and after the movie was over, she looked at me and she said, this movie is really good. And I was like, it is. It's a very good movie. This is a hidden gem. Well, it's new, but it's kind of hidden. Nobody talks about it. And, yeah, it's a little, little bit under the uh, under the radar right now. And I, I created the illusion to you that I didn't like it because typically that's, I don't like your picks. So, But this one, 
not only Derek is it, I thought was a fantastic movie, but I think it might be the best movie that I've seen on this podcast that I'd never seen before. No. So it might be my the best first time movie that I've seen here. Yeah. Cause I, most of the movies that we've watched here, I've, I've probably seen. And the few that I hadn't seen before, I didn't like, I don't think I've liked nearly as much as this one. I, I, man, come on now. You're pulling I'm my being leg. dead serious. You did you what you guys didn't like this movie? There's so much good in this movie that we need to talk about. <laughs> this, I think this movie is fantastic. Okay, okay, but okay, give me give me an example. Give me an example here. Because why don't get me wrong. I okay. I enjoyed this movie. There were lots of things that I saw that I I I enjoyed, but I feel like i had a healthy amount of skepticism it was okay you know how sometimes whenever you watch a movie from a uh prominent director you might give them uh what's the term that they use in sports like uh, a handicap yeah right like like bonus points just for being them yeah yeah I, I I do that often, you know, like I see a Tarantino film and there's something I, I know what I'm going to expect. And inherently they get a little bit of bonus points just because I know what I'm going to see. I know what I'm what to expect. And well, I'm already Paul there Thomas for Anderson. that. I totally exactly. get it. PTA yeah. Yeah. Or, or I mean, there's lot, lots of directors that are like this, right? Scorsese is the same way. And so whenever I went into this film, I get that it, you know, it had a lot of really good things for it, but it didn't get any of that from me because I don't have that association with BJ Novak. Right. Um, and so I'm curious why you think like what made you feel so, so confident in your assessment here? What were the, what were the, what, what made you feel that way? So it, it doesn't have to do with, okay. It doesn't have to do with BJ Novak himself, but he is a contributing factor because he wrote and directed it. So he did a great job. But I didn't go in. I, I totally understand what you mean about bonus points. I did not go in with bonus points for him because all I know of BJ Novak is The Office. You know, so it's a completely right. different medium than what we're what we're, yeah. we're doing different right genre now. entirely. Yeah, yeah. And um, because of that, I didn't. I just went in with zero expectations. Actually, honestly, I went in thinking to myself, like, real the real thought was, I don't know if he's going to be able to translate his comedy to film. Because he did it mm. on a television show. I'm like, I'm not sure he's going to be able to actually translate this. So we'll have to see how it goes. So I went in with 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 pretty low expectations, to be completely honest. <clears throat> um, but the reason why I like the film is that I think it... I think it, like, was a, it, it holds a special place in my heart because it made me feel and remember what it was like to be someone from New Jersey just moving to Texas. And the conversations that he had with those with these Texan people and these families were very similar to conversations that I had, and it made me really realize how endearing, oh, yeah, how endearing like coming from the outside end into Texas yeah, and like a okay, fish out of water, experiencing it the that. same way. Yeah, I did it, and, and everything that he was experiencing was almost the exact experience that I had, and it was endearing, and it made me fall in love with Texas. So. Um, that's really the real reason why that's really the real reason why that I, I, I love this movie that to, to be able to fall in love with Texas, like he did. And I also did that 
and I also had the same run-ins. I had that same conversation about Whataburger with people when I first moved here. Like almost, and it didn't make any sense, and it didn't make yeah, any almost, sense. It doesn't make it any made sense no sense until Texas. you. But it doesn't make sense until you actually go eat it. And then when you eat it, mm-hmm. and you're there, you're like, oh god, this all makes sense now. So when people ask me, if you ask me why I like Whataburger. I could tell you, like, I, if we go real deep, oh, it's because the specialty burgers. But really, no, you can get Whataburger anywhere you are. And also, too, the way his <laughs> family, the way his family, um, the way that, I'm sorry, his girlfriend's family treated him is so outside the norm of how it is up north. Because he was a New Yorker. I'm from New yeah. Jersey. That When I came yeah. down here and experienced, and I told Reba, and I paused the movie at some, certain times, and I was like, there's a warmth here that Texans have. That doesn't exist anywhere else. So because of yeah. that, and he portrayed it in such a really good way. And yet Texas isn't perfect. We know we got we got issues. But like there is a oh, there yeah. is a gen a genuine um uh genuine uh um uh like the hospitality to it. Yeah, there's a, a genuine attempt to be hospitable yes. in Texas. And you don't get that. Mm-hmm. Dude, I've been around this whole country. I lived in the Northeast. You don't get that everywhere. You get that here. And yeah. that's and he did such a yeah. good job of putting a light on that. And and yes, we there's people down here that are are southern and because they're southern it, they can, they have thick accents and it can come across like they're ignorant, but guess what? They're not. And you're watching this film and you're realizing exactly. that. Exactly. You know, they're not. So like not all not everyone is that way, you know? So this that, movie's um, special. That moment that moment in Waterburger where the grandmother says, "Do you have family in Texas?" And he's like, "No, you do now. You do now. You do now. That's and like, yeah. like I've I've heard I've had that conversation with people, and I've lived here most of my life, right? But I've had that yeah. conversation with people before, where you 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 get a bond with people and you're treated like family, sure. and yeah, yeah. you're you're over for every dinner and you." Hey, we're going to go grab food. Do you want anything? I'm not even at your house. Yeah, yeah. We're going to pick you up something and bring it by. Like, that's just a thing. Um, <laughs> it's just being nice. I, I don't man. know. I don't know that that's yeah, unique to being, Texas. Maybe there's other southern uh, states that, that do that or other northern states for that matter. Right. But no, there, there's not. It definitely personified <laughs> Texas. Definitely, like I'm trying to get I'm trying to give credit where it could exist. Listen, I love listen. I don't, I, I'm not dish. I'm not dissing the rest of the country. I'm a New Jersey guy deep within my core. I love. New can Jersey. I talk I'm shit never, about Jersey, please? Please. Can I talk no, shit you about cannot. Jersey? No, you fucking can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Not unless you're from Jersey. If you were, I'd say go for it. <laughs> I'll twist the knife. I'll twist the knife. I can say it. I'll say it. No, the in New York. New York State. Oh, whatever. New anyway, State. okay, guys. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but be. But I have, and dude, I traveled across the whole country, and I met really nice people throughout the whole country. But there is a hospitality that Texas has that I didn't experience anywhere else. It's a little different. I can believe it. Yeah, and I can't. It's true. So no, it's true. He, he did such a good job of showing that. And he did it in a way that was from his lens as a, like a fish out of water from New York. And it just meant it, like I really just connected with it because I had the same journey, except I wasn't coming down here to make a podcast about dead white girl, you know, which is a hilarious. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, there were moments and there were, there were a lot of moments in the movie. Where it was just like great. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, like the scenes with Ashton Kutcher were magical. Dude, he was great. Magical. I was not they expecting that. He was so amazing. Well. So good. And, and it, dude, what he, I, I, I'm like, BJ Novak is an amazing writer. Like, a, I was just dude, like, it's, 
I, I, I know you talked you. about in the last episode, uh, yeah. the episode in Glorious Bastard, I was talking about Office, where he wrote The Office. I get that. But I'm like, that, that's different. That's a comedy TV show. I get that. It's a TV yeah. show. But this is a major motion picture. You have to portray these lines in a certain way. And for him to give the direction to Ashton Kutcher for these lines specifically, and these lines were unbelievable and yeah. unbelievably profound. I mean, they were like, I mean, those were amazing lines that I've never heard of. They weren't even like, it wasn't like lines that you could hear from a different motion picture. That no, no, he was, kind of sp- he was taking was, real life and actually like talking about real amazing. life situations. And he wrote it so beautifully where it made sense and I bought it. And it wasn't just with Ashton Kutcher's character. When, 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 um, when BJ Novak's character, why did I forget his name? Why the hell forget his name in the movie? Either way, BJ, uh, the main right. character. Ben. Ben, ben, yes. Ben Manalowitz. So yeah, Ben Manalowitz. When he was when he when he got mad at at, at the brother because at Waterburger. Ty, he found Ty, out, yeah. Yeah, he found out Ty when he found out that um his his girlfriend really was a, a, a drug addict. And they went outside and they had that argument. There was things that he was saying that he was saying about there that was like a direct reflection of culture that was so wonderfully and well put. Like I, I don't. I mean, I can't explain it. This movie was really well written. This is Derek. This is a fucking fantastic movie. Like it was just good so choice. well written. And I remember there was a point too where I was Reba when we were watching it. There was a few things in that argument that he said that she looked at me and she was like, "Dude, that is real life, bro, real life." And I wish I should have wrote down those those lines. But he he talks about using your heart over your head. Yes. And that that line is specifically, he said, when you, he goes, there's times where you have to follow your heart when you have to follow your head. But when people follow their heart, they believe that the earth is flat. They believe that vaccines have, have, have uh, tracking devices in them. Yeah, yeah. All those things. And I was yeah. like, oh my God. You know, like, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. way he just talked about culture, American culture in this film, um, multiple different times, he just beautifully and eloquently stated these things that were real life and were actually made sense. And I know there was a joke to it and stuff, but it's like, damn, no, this is making me think. I think that was the premise of the movie is that, yeah, this is a comedy. It's a dark comedy, but you're thinking about this shit, man. (laughs) Like I'm thinking about it. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So there was a, there was a comment and I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent here, but there was a comment that he made. um, You know, what kind of music do you listen to? Can I take a guess? I bet you're a playlist guy. And the comment where he that was, was great. you know, you, you, you listen to a song and you like them and it li- lets you listen more to these things. And you, how are you supposed to fall in love with something? That's just your own voice playing played back to you. This is where the tangent comes on. It made me think about a video I saw uh, wired on YouTube did a video. Uh, they do a series called tech support where they bring in a specialist on something. And in this case, they brought in Malcolm Gladwell, who's a research journalist specialist. And that's what he kind of played in, in this, this, uh, this YouTube video. And he answers tweets and tweets back, tweets back to people. And the question was, you know, why do people go to the library anymore? How are these places even staying open? And his response was, you know, I go to the library, but here's the thing that people don't think about. Um, the internet is particularly good with directed search. 
you can search for something and find out a direct answer on it. And that's the end mm-hmm. of that question. You how have your answer and you not, it doesn't spur any other additional thought. But the thing about whenever you go to the library, there's spontaneous search and spontaneous discovery where you find things that are next to the book that you're looking for next to the article that you're reading. And it kind of spurs additional discovery. I liken this to Netflix Netflix and these streaming services that we have, they recommend things based on what you've already watched and what you've liked. And it's just playing back to you. And it's hard to find additional discovery. And that's the difference. And one of the differences that why we love a 24 is they're the spontaneous discovery of things that we weren't looking for things. We didn't know to search for things that we didn't know were out there. And that's why we love so much of what they do, because it's not what I was looking for. It's not what I knew exists. It's unlike anything I've seen before. And it spurs new thought. And the second that he said that I bet you're a playlist guy, I immediately thought of all these like algorithms, algorithm and, and not to, not to dissuade from their value, right? I love yeah. that Netflix will inevitably find me something that I can waste more time watching and enjoy for that matter and make it worth mm-hmm. my money. Um, I think there's just uh, there's a reason that we value uh, you know things like a24 or going to the library. And that's the same thing that he was saying is I bet you're a playlist guy. you're just hearing your own voice played back to you and that whole thing just kind of like I had to pause and sit there and think, and I stared at the ceiling for like 30 minutes thinking through this thought here. And it, it, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of lines that Ashton Kutcher character has in this movie. Uh, Quentin Sellers has in this movie that's so good that not only do a good job of explaining his perspective and his, his intelligence and his, and his, um, his, 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 role in this movie, right? That the, and, and they also, there was a kind of interesting thing. You noticed whenever that he, he brings up that playlist comment, there's, you already see on BJ Novak's character on Ben's face that he's Ben Ben is our smart guy. He's our smart character. He's smarter than everybody else in the room usually, or at least he thinks he is. And he he sees, yes, he, he sees Ashton Kutcher's character and he, you immediately understand the reverence for this level of intelligence. And suddenly he's in a room with somebody who is smarter than he is. And he's acknowledging that he's but they go a step further. Smarter, yeah. Well, they go a step further. They cut away from BJ in that conversation back to Eloise, who's Issa Rae's character, who we know is the smartest among them all. Right. Yeah. She's who, who she's, she's who Ben looks up to. Right. And she's listening to recordings. She's like, this motherfucker's got a point. And so they did a really good job of emphasizing how intelligent this character was relative to all the other players that they all stopped and, and took note of it. And, you know, there were some, there were some really, uh, what's the word I'm, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, like a lot of epiphany moments from that character. Yeah. You know, the, the writing our, our scratching our sound on the record of history and all that stuff. It, I mean, I thought, I thought that that saying Dude. was going nowhere until that last line. I was like, Holy shit. He just broke my brain. You know, <laughs> like the one line, the one line that for me that like, it was like from the jump, it was like the whole line of the aspect of, 
Christians and non-Christians that they all agree on one thing. Christians believe that God created the universe and non-Christians believe in the Big Bang. But it all started but with a sound. It, but everyone agrees that it all starts with a sound, whether it's God's voice or the Big Bang. He's like, it all started with a sound. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, I sat back in my chair like, holy guys, shit. Guys. That's exactly. profound. Okay, I'm trying to tell you, this is a great movie. <laughs> okay, this oh, movie is fantastic. I was, no, no, no. We, it was... <laughs> It was very good. Like they're, they're like it was just I was just I was like in awe of just the writing and the, the acting. I was just like And who was who was wow. busting my balls last time about BJ Novak? Was that you, Tomas? That was like, oh he no. didn't write the somebody no, was I didn't busting say that. I don't know that. No, somebody I was like, was I didn't know that. <laughs> but uh, was it Derek? Someone's like, well, I mean, uh, he didn't have any. It was it was Ricky Gervais. That uh, no, Ricky Gervais wrote one no, season I said, of the British no, Office. What, I, <laughs> what I said is that Ricky Gervais created the office. I didn't know B.J. Novak wrote the office at all. Oh yeah, yeah, he wrote the whole thing. Okay, like, sorry, really? Sorry, sorry. I'm calling no, you no, out for no you're reason. You're being an asshole, and I'm not gonna be like, I'm not gonna take it anymore, motherfucker. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, fuck you, fuck we, you, one hundred percent. We just had a falling out on the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it in here. Um, no, uh, I, so, but oh sorry, my but my point that I was trying to say, B.J. Novak is a is is a very very good writer and we just wow. realized that it, it translate he translates in television and he translates in 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 uh motion pictures but the thing yes. is is that um I, I don't know if this is gonna make enough waves for him to to get another go because i i just i don't think i'm trying to tell everyone i know to watch it i literally have been sending this link to everyone i know like yo go watch this movie go watch this movie go watch this movie like i've been sending them it the wasn't, youtube it show. wasn't received very well though that's the problem though it's well it has like an 80 score, score well right enough. Doesn't have like an eighty no. score. Or I mean, IMDb it's, has it as like a six point uh, eight. Six eight. Yeah. And IMDb, let me see what it looks like on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's. I think it's better than it's than it's than it. It's one of those movies. This isn't like, a six eight. This movie is not a six eight. Wait, let me see what it is on Rotten. Give me a second, dude. I'm pulling up Rotten right now. But I mean, it's on on like IMDb. It's got a six point eight out of ten on Rotten Tomatoes. It's an eighty, so it's fresh, and an eighty six on the audience score. So. It's pretty high. Not bad. That's not bad. Actually, I'm happy with just, that. I think that's fair. Yeah. It just, it came out to also, dude, July 29th. It came out in the summer. This is not a summer movie. This movie is more, I honestly, it should have been probably come out like, movie. it should have been like a early fall or a after Christmas, you know, early, late winter, early spring kind of flick. It probably would have done a little bit better yeah. in that sense. But it, But this is also one of those movies that is like, it's not going to be marketed very well or a lot. Because well, I don't think just, it, I don't think it had the budget. I don't think it. I mean, no, I, I don't didn't. know how much it made. We didn't. We didn't find that part. But you know, I, I can't imagine that BJ's first full feature film, a thriller mystery, it doesn't have the hype behind it. Uh, I don't think they would have put that kind of money behind him. Well, think they, about they should the, have to be well, to be clear, but they they didn't. I agree, but think about the genre too. This is a strange movie if you think about it. it sure, you, it's all the things you just said. Plus, it's a comedy. Plus, it's a drama. Plus, it's um, that's about it. This <laughs> is it's not a, a drama. You can fuck yeah, off with that. It's not a drama. No, there's dramatic. Looking moments at it, in it's this not is not listed as a drama. So I get there to say that. Fuck that. Moments in this film. I think what you just Benny. mean is acting. <laughs> oh my god. 
God. Why, am I, why am I this podcast? Oh, <laughs> I will. Um, oh, hey, uh, uh, you know, follow up question though. How do you take your coffee? In the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. In the mouth. Like I'm great. a dumbass for asking. And he's like, he's like. In the mouth. Okay. When she walks in that room and shows her shows him his broken phone, and she's like, "This is what my feelings are like right now. <laughs> this, this, is what, this is what I feel like on the inside." This is, yeah, this is what I feel like. Well, that, and she just walks out. She just walks out. <laughs> I was bawling, bro. Like I, I don't know why that destroyed me. <laughs> so oh funny. My God. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, like as you as the movie progresses, and you know, he he forms somewhat of a understanding of el stupido and and a little bit of a kinship there right? yeah. and yeah. and he's got some bonding moments with the brother and uh, brother as well mm-hmm. and you know like it there's some parts where they reel you in with the feels let's just say yeah they do okay. they do man they do reel you in yeah and it's it's, it's about that's one of the things i think this movie is endearing because it mm-hmm. is Texas. And I love Texas. I love Texas. I'm not even from here. I love this place. Did you have, did, did anyone have like a, an absolute like favorite line or, or quote or anything I'll like tell that? You, I'll tell you I have one that I'm going to give you in a minute that's, that we one. can't use for the end because it's too long, I would think. But go ahead. I have one. I have one. And it's, it's, it's one that I was like, I wrote it down. I specifically wrote this one down. And it's, and it's, and it's, you know, from Quentin Sellers, and and it was what I was gonna say at the end of the sh- at the end of the show, but I'll say it again. At the end of the show, I don't give a fuck. It was one of his lines, and it was um, where is it, dude? Oh my god, uh, where is it? It was shit. Go ahead, you you do yours, man. But do you yours, Eric, you no, got one? Mine. No. It was right, like um, everything means everything, and nothing. And so nothing means means, means everything. anything. Yeah, exactly that one. I was like, oh. I was like, I, I do I, like I had to like stop the movie for a second. I was like, fuck me. I was like, dude, like B, in my head, I was thinking like B.J. Novak is like the reincarnation of fucking Robespierre, dude. I was like, what the fuck is going on? With this movie? Well, they gave they gave Quentin Sellers a lot of really good lines, so that wasn't a, that was not a bad one. No, Eric, I was just, do you I was have just have thinking one? that BJ Novak's I, writing ability for these lines. Yeah, it's great. Like, Fuck so my, I, I don't have a, like, I have to really, I'd have to watch it again to find a favorite because there's a lot of them that we probably missed, even me watching it twice. Um, I'm looking there, at a website now that just has quotes. It's literally a, 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 a website just for Texas-sized quotes of vengeance. That's so. funny. <laughs> um, but the... <laughs> The quote, honestly, the thing that uh, it's not a really, I'm not going to say one of his quotes. I'm going to say a moment in, in in a kind of a quote that was great. And it's not one of the serious ones that, 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 uh, homeboy says, I forget his name, Ashton Kutcher's name ben. in the movie. Yeah. Ben. Oh yeah. No, not Ben. Whatever that dude's not name ben. is. Quentin, Quentin Sellers. Yeah. So, um, but there's a point where you remember when they're in the car together, he had just, uh, got, um, they had just left the funeral tie and Ben. Yeah. And. Uh, Ty looks at him and says, "Like, <laughs> don't you want to be in a Liam Neeson movie or be like Liam Neeson?" And uh, <laughs> and he and 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 Ben goes, "Well, Liam Neeson in which movie? I'm not a I'm not a tech a Taken type of Liam Neeson." And he goes, <laughs> "No, you look like Liam Neeson from that one movie, man. I can't yeah. remember." And he sits and thinks for a second, goes, "Oh, train. Schindler's List, <laughs> Schindler's List." Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I was <laughs> crying, and he was like, he was like. 
well, he's like, you look like some of the people in that movie. He's like, well, that makes sense. And he's yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You look like that. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. No, well, a, I mean, that's, that's, like, I'm not so gonna many, be upset at that. I love that. I love that moment a lot. But like, I the quotes I'd have to really look back and think because there's so many good ones. But Derek, go for it. I know you're you're ready to go. Here's Much in the way is, that I do my top shelf, I'm gonna give you a two for a moment and a quote. Okay, the moment was when he woke up after the party and sat down at the kitchen table with the mother. And she says, you know, how was the party last night? And he says, oh, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't get to go. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. wasn't even there. Yeah. And, yeah, he's like, and, he's like, and she says, well, I heard it was, I heard it was a pretty good party. And he goes, yeah, I heard that too. And she just had this look, just this cold stare of just warmth and, and teary eyed, knowing that her daughter had been avenged and that this motherfucker and sitting in front of her had done it. And he's just not going to say it because it's not about him. Yeah. And, and, you know, they get in the truck and they're leaving and she goes, well, what about this podcast? You know, that for, you know, and he goes, ah, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think that's just for us. That's for us. And her oh, line, nice. and, 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 and this isn't my quote, but her line was that, that that's just for us. That's good too. I like that. Yeah, yeah. dude. I was like, wow. Now my quote, my quote was God, the thing she said good. just before that though. My quote was when when she said, you know, I never thought understood what people were talking about whenever they said no regrets. Life is just living from one regret to the next regret mm. to the next regret. Mm. And I was like, fucking stomp on my heart, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Seriously. Dude, this is like really, this, it, there was, really superior writing, guys. Superior. It was. it was really okay, man. You know what? You had me fooled, Eric, because I really, I really I was looking for reasons to like to find flaws in this movie. And every time I saw it, I was just like, well, maybe, maybe this, you know, should have waited an extra beat or yeah. maybe this character should have had an extra line or, or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But fuck. Eric's going to hate this movie. And he's going to shit on me for it. Blah, blah. And now, now I'm happy that I love this movie because I <laughs> no. watched it like three or four times, dude. I love <laughs> this thing. And the thing is that, yeah, there's going to be missed beats. There's going to be flaws and every, and there's some in this movie too, but when you have a movie that's so strong in all the other ways, like it's not yeah. just the writing, yeah. but it was also shot really well. It was, um, it was, it was cut really acted well. Really well. It was acted very, very well. Even John Mayer coming Dude, in, and, the and writing, doing the writing. Job. If you go to West Texas and you root for UT, you are gonna get beat yes. up, and probably somebody's gonna bomb your car. But <laughs> you Texas. If you root for Texas Tech. <laughs> he knew Texas. He go. understood Texas culture. And he, he, he put it in there and he did a great job. This is just a wildly good written film. So I, I don't know. Okay. I, so I, the, you can let go of the other shit. You can let go of the other shit. You know? Yeah. The, 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 the quote that you're talking about, Eric, Derek, is uh, in my life, everything starts with regret, ends with regrets, regrets in the middle. It's all regrets. Make them count. Yeah, dude. That's, all she, that's, yeah, that's just unbelievable, bro. Isn't it's that unreal. a great line? I was like, and the, it makes you, it, I think Reba line. looked at me. I think Reba looked at me after that one, like, "Damn," because it's a great line. God, this movie. And then he great, deletes guys. the recording. He deletes the recordings. What, what like, what's gonna make him? What's gonna make him absolutely famous? Which is what he wants, and he just realizes this not what's. It's not. Well, it's not, it's not, it's not about he, that. It's That's not about he, that. He was he finally. He was living like 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 what Issa Rae said in the beginning. Like he was living like a soulless, empty life, 
in existence. in New York. It is existent in New York, and that is the rat race of New York, man. Especially if you're like a young professional and you're making a lot of money and you're in there. Your grind yeah. is where your where your life is. And he got to yes. take minutes away, and he got to go there, and he he'd go to Texas and meet this got family, have this family literally just take him in like he'd been there forever. And it especially really hit him hard when he when they showed up at the hospital for him after this car got blown yeah. up, you know. Dude, so, you know, like the little the little moments where he's getting like roughed up a little bit by the kid who's not quite cartel but kind of cartel. Dude, and that he hands was him great. back his phone, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Phone's on eleven percent. You probably ought to switch to low power mode, man." <laughs> like like i took your phone i took your gun i i put you in a dangerous situation i'm giving you your things back because you're leaving you know in a cordial manner and i'm gonna look out for you a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah oh, no, no. and then of course he meets with sancholo so cholo's like all of it all for him it's all smoke and mirrors it's, he doesn't yeah. want to be he just wants to show that he did it he saw because Adele wants- with his niece. I exactly. mean, he got he, he got to read. He didn't get to read Harry Potter on his own, so Abilene had to read it to him. I mean, how cute is? I mean, like you immediately are disarmed with this character. Like, there's no reason that that fault this guy. He's just another guy trying to make him make a buck. You know? Yeah. We should have. Was- even the guy behind the drugs. Oh, <laughs> guys, oh, but guys, okay. So sh- then. We should put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode saying that, guys, go watch this movie first because we have following zero timeline here. We haven't explained yes, we anything. And we're just no. three guys talking about a movie that we watch together. So you will understand and this conversation gushed. if you go and watch yes. this movie. <laughs> Let's just go and say that. Like, like, this is all spoiler alert. Yeah. Anyways, but like, but OK, so so if we wanted to, I mean, we, we've been talking for over 35 minutes on just this alone but let's okay so let's talk about this real quick let's get a little bit of a, of a perspective here the movie is basically the movie that's you want, i don't know if you want to go see my scene we're just going to do what we're doing now just keep doing what we're doing now whatever you like to turn back yeah i think okay I think fuck we got it. let's just go crazy let's go nuts. watch the movie yeah people. so i mean watch the movie people like there's there's a, okay here's a scene that i thought was great and it was just it was just so it was very heartfelt for me was that it was a scene where he's there and um, and he's talking to um, what was it? He's talking to Mason. The police? El no, no, a stupido. We can get to the police. The police was hilarious. That scene Mind was you, great. That that guy is credited as. <laughs> Let me shout out to you real quick, Eli Bickle. You are credited as as El Stupido Shaw in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's his name. Yeah, that's his, that's who's casting. But yeah, El Stupido is there and they're talking and he's like, and like he, he, they have the whole conversation about ghosts because, because of, uh, of a message that, that he read from Abby that her, that her brother is scared of ghosts, you know, that, that he, like, that's the reason why he sleeps with her. And it was just, and he was talking to the kid about ghosts, that ghosts aren't real. We're only real because we make them think we're real because if there were ghosts for real, I mean, it would be a frightening kind of concept kind of thing. Like you just, you try to give this There'd kid. There'd be something left behind. The frightening part yeah, is that exactly. there's nothing. That's, that's another great quote. Right? There's nothing left behind. Cause if there is, it, that's when it would be scary kind of thing. Like we just exist and then we don't that kind of thing where he's just like, and he's having this question with his kid and this kid's like, I'm still scared of ghosts. Like he's doesn't give a shit. You know, he's this little kid. He doesn't understand that kind of thing. You know what I mean? And, and, the way he describes those ghosts it, too are awesome. 
Like the way he describes yeah. the idea of ghosts. Like it's so well written. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. Here's something that broke my heart too, is that in the beginning of the movie, he gets introduced as El Stupido and Ty's like, oh, you don't understand Spanish. And then later on in the movie, Mason walks to the movie and goes, hey, can you help me unjam my gun? And then he unjams the gun himself. The kid unjams the gun because he's like, I don't know what to do with that. And he goes, and he says that, he's like, you should be called El Stupido. At that moment, I'm like, fuck, I feel for you, kid. Because he knows exactly what his family thinks of him. And it's like the only person who gave him any love was his sister. Ben. Well, his sister and there. Ben. Yeah, they call him that stupid old oh. stupid old name. Yeah, I know. He's in the develop oh. the relationship that that Mason and Ben grow together Killed is me. great. When they're saying "I love you, mucho" to each other, like it was just like, oh my god, endearing. Mm-hmm. And then he drives him to the to the to the site, <laughs> and he ties he ties Mason to the car. Don't go anywhere. Go like, anywhere. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, yes, sir. <laughs> So funny. Great movie. The helmet he God, wears in the gator movie. is great. It's like the helmet he's wearing in the gator was just great. I was like, what the fuck is this kid wearing, dude? It's just like... <laughs> but I was just like... I just think it was hilarious that Mason was the one who drove him to the site, which was funny as hell. It was just hilarious, dude. And then when he got to the site, the, the, uh... was like, how'd you get here? Mason drove me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he calls Issa Rae, when he's in the car with him, he's just like, where are you? And he goes, uh, an Uber? <laughs> Is it a Uber? Exactly. Driving across the desert? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Derek. Go ahead. There was a scene where they cut to New York and they've got all the post-it notes up and they're, you know, trying, they're taking notes and, you know, keeping track of different concepts and overarching themes and whatnot. And they were, they had uh, title ideas up and, you know, one of them was dead white girl. The other one was like a bunch of different ideas, let's just say, but one of them was dipshit goes West (laughs) or something (laughs) like that. See that, <laughs> and it was like handwritten in so that it would fit along with the rest of them. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's, great. That's great, bro. There was a scene. I mean, we're just gonna be popping around. This was a great scene, and this was a scene that was like really, like it really was like okay, that was me when I came from Miami. We it's sunsets in Texas. I ain't gonna lie, is a totally different animal. From sunsets anywhere else. I don't know why, but it's true. Like out on the plains or on the flatlands, I mean, sunsets in Texas are just fucking. Blah, blah, gorgeous. blah. It's fucking beautiful. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Pretty much. Like, wow. Yeah. yeah. It was like, blah, blah. Like, as the sun sets with such beautiful. Blah blah blah. It's fucking beautiful. Like he's just he yeah. just couldn't he couldn't think of the words because it's fucking gorgeous and it's true, dude. When you're driving out like that way, like past like San Antonio, man, it's fucking gorgeous. Mm. It's gorgeous, and it, it it's something that I realized that when I was living in Texas, and I live here in in, in Georgia, and I don't see it. I don't see the beauty. Yeah. I just don't see. The I, beauty. I I realized that definitely from moving from Jersey to here, seeing like you know. It looks like, you know, fires are burning in autumn skies, you know? It's just like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's gorgeous, man. And it man. feels bigger. It feels, for me, the sky seems bigger in Texas, which is so weird. Well, everything's not, bigger in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. I get that. I get that. But it just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it feels bigger. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. It's a Texas weird is a wonder- kind like, of listen, sensation. 
Texas is a wonderful place, and that's that's one of the like I I think like I'm slowly starting to realize that I think I'm like becoming a Texan because even though I am Jersey mm. in the core, but I feel like I'm becoming a Texan is that I realize I I will never ever live in Jersey again. Number one and number two, this movie made me like oh I get everything. This is all so perfect to me. Like I love Texas. Like when he said that, like what you said, he goes, "This is blah blah blah. This is fucking beautiful." I was like, "That's just fucking Texas, man." Look, I love. So this I was place. watching one one of the uh, uh, prominent YouTubers that I, I follow is this guy named Casey Neistat. He's he's based out of well now he's back in New I York City. Love and the Neistat brothers, by the way. <laughs> Go <on>. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic filmmakers. Let's just say that and get yes, that sir. out there now. Um, he he mentioned in one of his most recent videos that we're my wife and I talking this is coming from Casey Neistat he says my wife and I are not from New York we're not born in New York City but we were adopted by New York eventually Eric you will realize that you've been adopted by Texas and it's time to relinquish your New Jersey ways and say water okay it's, it's get, <laughs> first of all you son of a bitch it's getting pretty close and number two I have like I'm losing my accent. I'm realizing it. Like I like I used to have a little bit thicker of a of an accent. Now I sound like nothing, but I do still say water instead of water. But I did notice the other day, I I was talking. I said, "Hey, can you can you hear me? That water, that water." And I was like, "Water, water." <gasps> I just said water. <laughs> I was mad. I was mad. Welcome to the club, dude. Look, look, and <sighs> your next step is water burger. Okay. <laughs> no, it's water burger. Okay, that's what I call it. Water. No, burger. it's water burger. It's a water it's water burger. <laughs> it is spelt water burger. It is said water burger. Yeah, I just call it water burger though. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, man, um, are there any other points we wanted to bring up about this movie? I mean. I could give you a rating now, but I feel like we wouldn't be doing it any justice. No, there's there's something I want to talk about, which was funny, and, and and it kind of was like a weird, weird thing that I was like that there was like it was something that Granny said during the whole scene when she's talking about the. This the, is not something you Alamo, can solve with forty five. The Alamo, the Alamo, Alamo portion. Hold the on, completely wrong depiction of the Alamo. Yes, yes, yes. But there was something that she said that I was like, oh, this is so great. Like, she talked about how like the people who fought in the Alamo was basically, you know, Mexicans and, you know, I guess you could say whites. like, I think he's just said whites white and people. Mexicans. Yeah. Whites it it was actually like white people fighting to keep slavery. So let's be clear. <laughs> in the Alamo. Yes. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way. So it's a bit of a settlers and English speaking white folk. <laughs> I was just like, okay. But I mean, it was just, there was there was something and naturally that was, they wanted to do the Texas thing and not be and they didn't agree with the government. <laughs> the government I mean, which is the Mexican. They government. didn't agree with the Mexican government that was letting them colonize <laughs> yeah. the area and not pay taxes or follow any of the local exactly. laws. Exactly. And then they went to war with them and got their ass beat because <laughs> they're not supposed to have slaves in Mexico. That that's what happened. Don't get me wrong. We idolized the uh, the Alamo and and you know it's on coins and shirts and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But in hindsight. 
And this is why <laughs> I probably not the Texas. best thing. This is why I fucking yeah. hate Texas, Derek. <laughs> We're not infallible. Texas has had some stupid shit happen in the past. Yes, okay. they have. They have. And there's going to be stupid shit in the future. I said but it yeah. before. But it was funny. Undoubtedly. I said it before. Texas ain't perfect, but it's it's a it's a it, it is perfect. a wonderful place to me. So, but anyway, this it's perfect. I, you can't it's solve this with with Colt forty five. You're gonna need two ARs <laughs> and <laughs> you're need a, gauge, a, a bunch of ARs, <laughs> and then a sidearm for safety. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, he's like, uh, then he's like, and the Texans won. Like, like, you know math? How stupid it was like seven thousand more. Where you from? <laughs> it's like it's a massacre. Keep your guns loaded. That scene was like so well. Like the whole scene is written. Like his comedy in it is is smart. It's not dumb. It's I feel smart. like I've had those conversations. I've yeah. had those yes. conversations. Yes, know? yes. I've had those conversations too. Like, and then, um, and then El Stupido, and Mason picks up his phone, starts looking at his phone. He's like, "Who's Equinox Girl Cute?" <laughs> who's like, he's like Tabitha um, Bumble or whatever. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, "Who's Paris Review Party Asian?" So, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about that. <laughs> like, oh, that Wi-Fi must have just kicked in. He's yeah, like, yeah. "Who's Natalie Bumble? Yeah, Who's yeah. Katie Raya?" <laughs> just like, just like, and then later on, he goes back and says, "Is that Equinox girl cute?" It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot like, about that. <laughs> he's like, when he's Jeez. talking to his producers, like, "Is that Equinox girl cute?" He's hey, like, what, what is, is he talking about? Do you guys, what is Raya? <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. I don't you know, know what maybe that it's is like a, a party or a club he was at. Raya? Raya? Is it an app? I don't know. It might be a club. Yeah, me either. I thought it, it might, might be a club app. that he was at. But it rose to me on Instagram, folks. Yeah. You know what? No, find me on Twitter. Fuck this Instagram bullshit. Find me on Twitter. And roast me there, please. Thank you. So, but uh but yeah, no, I mean all right, so let's let's talk about the ending when he was there. Okay, so at Didn't the see end, it here's coming. Did not here's, expect. Well, here's fire. something that I want to tell you. Like, and I wrote this. I'm doing my notes. I wrote this in my notes. He's like, uh, like I wrote, like I near the end of the conversation. He it was getting so good, and I think this might have been BJ Novak's whole point. And this is how I was at the end of his conversation when he was meeting uh with with Ben. I wrote. I love Quentin Sellers. And then I wrote again, he is a fucking sage. You know, like it's like it's fucking like it's everything was he saying was just so profound. But as soon as he was done at the end of it, I go, I wrote, but is he for real? Like I was like, this guy's way too sage like and way too cool. And I'm just I'm wondering. And maybe it was just me being, I guess, I don't know if I was being uh, just watching cynical a shit ton of movies. about the character. No, it's not cynical. It's you being a cinephile. You've watched a lot I of fucking a, movies. Yeah, yeah, I was being a cynical. So I, I think I was being cynical. I was picking it up. I was like, I was like, there's something going on with this guy that I'm just, it's something I'm not putting my finger on. And I'm trying to understand what is it that's really creeping me out about this fucking dude. Because he seems so fucking cool, and he's so and I'm, he's bring he's bring, he brings you in so much, but you're just like I don't know what's up with this guy, and I want to know more. Maybe it's that feeling. It's that feeling that I want to know more about this guy, what he's doing in the movie, what is his whole deal. 
And yeah, then that's we part find of out it. what is that's fucking part of it. Is. They they want to draw you in, exactly. and leave you on the edge of your seat so that you're watching every beat that he gives you. Exactly. That's just how he wrote it. He wrote that scene to be that way. Yeah. The same way that, you know, they give you that quick little flash of what the boot print looks like from the guy dragging the girl yes. out of that tent. They give you that quick little flash and they, in the background you can see the drugs in the background and him talking about opiates and how they banned the opiate den but not the opium. I mean like they they led you down that path and kept you yes. you know just just soaking up every drop that they were giving you the whole time. And the funny thing, the one that I didn't catch, the part that I didn't catch until that last surprise ending and we're going to spoil it, folks, so you better fucking watch the movie if you hadn't by now. Um, he says, can, can you focus? Like, He goes, yeah, but the fireworks are actually pretty distracting. I mean, if, you, if you, you really think about it, they're actually pretty distracting. And he uses that as cover for the gunshots, the three bullets he fires off. One in a tent, one in a neck, and one in his forehead. And I didn't see that shit coming at all. I, I totally I, forgot oh, he had the game. I had no idea that that would happen. I didn't think BJ. I didn't think Ben was going to have I it in the him. Character, neither nope. did I. Nope. I thought. I thought. And then, like, he was so cool when it happened in the sense that, like, like he just kind of like he realized what he just did, and he was okay with it because what he just what he saw in front of his eyes was a girl that. The next victim, the next victim the next right there. Girl. He just walked by it and saw it happen in real time. A girl who literally probably just OD'd right, like three feet from him. She did. Because remember at the end, the cops got it. They oh, drag her out. OD call. And then, oh, there's a, a dead body too. Yeah. They said yeah. at the end. And then, yeah. and then hey, so Brandon, uh, what's his name? Quentin Sellers, you know, reported dead. I thought he was accident prone. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. And yeah. and the and let's the comedic moment of the the police and the overlapping jurisdictions and all that shit. Nine one one in Texas, that's bullshit. <laughs> let's just say this out we loud, everyone. If you live in Texas, Texas and something happens, you, you should probably call the police. Okay, yes, that is yes. that's what society is founded <laughs> upon: is that we have law and order. Okay. Jesus but and, and it's funny. It's funny when they were talking about the different uh, the, the the different cross sections of the different of uh, of the places. And this is true because there are sections like that where jurisdictions don't cross over. I mean, it's little. They're just dead zones where yeah, you got you end up having to get the state troopers out there, and state troopers are so far spread out, they're not coming out for a single one thing that's just happened to somebody. Yeah, no evidence yeah. is left. Nobody has any clue. It's been three weeks before it got to them. I don't know, dude. It was wild. I was like, I just like when I when I happened when that happened, I was like, I, I wrote down that he killed Quentin. Oh shit! Like I was like, I was watching the movie and I was writing my notes, and then I heard bang. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Just oh my god! Like holy shit! And then he got shot in the neck. I was like, fuck! And then he shot him in the head. I was like, holy shit, dude! I was like, yeah, wow. it was a big big spin there at the end. Yep. And uh, this is the part where it's gonna be mad at me, but I enjoyed this movie far more than I did Gone Girl. The cut, the spin at the end was was welcome because I hadn't been misled the whole time. Yeah, it's because you're a pussy, okay. Eric. That's why. Okay, you're a pussy. That's why you like this one better. You can say it. 
I still mean it. I enjoyed this oh movie. Oh my god! Oh my god! Anyway. Just mess with, man. That was mean. I don't really think that. <laughs> so let me so let me ask you a question. His, oh my god, that's horrible. I'm so let me ask you a question. I'm my own joke. Oh man. There was okay. So at the end of the movie, when we saw him in the train, like what was what was your feeling with that? Was that just him coming to the realization that he can't go back to what he how he was before? That he's gonna have to make a change in his life, kind of thing? Or I think he's made the change. He's just like, I think he's. I think he's looking at the at the city and being on the subway in, in a different lens. I think that's what it is. I think the change happened. But I also think what you said is absolutely correct. He could be realizing it at that moment. But I felt like the change happened when the change happened when he uh sat at that table with the mom. Mm-hmm. I think that's where his change happened. And yeah. once he got back to the city, I think he's looking at his life in a completely different lens and everything you just said could be what he realizes. That's just my perception, yeah. but I think what you said is also absolutely valid. That could be the what it is yeah. as well. That he just was like he was like, "What the fuck am I gonna do now?" Kind of thing. Where he's like, "I can't go back to where I was li- the way I was living. I'm gonna have to make some changes now because the way I was. I mean, this movie probably took place over the span of what, like maybe two, three weeks, essentially. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the answer here. And and do you remember the opening line? I'm gonna read the quote. You ever, but do you ever wonder if you did find something deeper with somebody, if that would somehow be more meaningful? And John Mayer replies, I do. Sometimes like right now I'm casually dating like six or seven different women. Yes, yes. But I do wonder deep down what it would be like if I seriously dated two or three. Two or three, yeah. <laughs> and when, when BJ Novak playing Ben is on that train, he has realized that he needs more deep connections. Yes. With the people in the city in which he lives. This is true. I mean, it was... Whenever I... It was... For the first time... I'm going to go masturbate, guys. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) For the first time ever, I've applauded something Derek has said. Wow. What a what a night. What a time to be alive, guys. Oh look, 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 look. This, this was a good movie. The Giants are three this and a... one. Derek says profound shit. It doesn't get this better. This is a good the, movie. The, are in the, playoffs. Yep. <laughs> look, the end is nigh. Okay, guys? <laughs> For real. I feel like it really is. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, DeSantis is walking around without mud on his fucking boots. I mean, what the fuck? I'm just kidding. Um, anyways. Hey, you're not wrong. <laughs> So, uh, no, but I mean, do they, it was just, I mean, we can't say enough about this motion picture. It's a, there was it's just a great so movie. much that happened. It's very good. I, you know which character I loved? That I, I ain't gonna lie. The character I loved a lot in this movie was uh, Ty's friend. What was his name? Um, oh, yeah. Clint. What was his? Yeah. Clint. His name was Crawl. 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 Hilarious Crawl. character. I loved Crawl. Hilarious. Crawl was the, the Played shit. Played by Clint Obenchain. Dude, I have I have met people like Clint. I've met people like Ty that are from Texas. <laughs> I've met people like the mother. I've met people like the grandmother that live in Texas. Oh God, I love I love this movie. <laughs> you've been in a fight, and then later on, now you can say you've been in a fight. Exactly. <laughs> it was there was such good shit in this movie, dude. It was wild. I was like, man, crazy movie, dude. Oh, one of my notes. <sighs> I was gonna. Re- I was gonna. I was gonna. Uh, uh, I just read a couple of notes here. One of them it says "dead white girl," 
holy grail of podcasts because that would <laughs> yes, be yes. that would be yeah, holy would. Grail. that would go viral. Yep, yep, dude, it sure. was. Yeah, I mean, I mean, some of these, some of these podcasts, like true crime podcasts, like names, it's yep. totally perfect. It's a perfect name for a podcast. I know. That's literally what it is. And then it well, was the, just wild. The other quote, the other thing I wrote, I'm gonna write. I thought I was gonna write. I said, "Grandma is a G." A little racist, but a G. <laughs> but a G. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Oh my god! It was wild, dude. Like racist, she was, but she's she was still a G. unbelievable. She met those unbelievable. people. Met those people yep. here in Texas. They're yep. all over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, there was a the thing that I thought was going back to Whataburger. I like how all the the the, the ketchup they all ate was all spicy ketchup. They didn't eat regular ketchup because that's the only. They, because if you stick eat. to the regular ketchup, you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's the only ketchup to eat when you go to. That's why I can't wait for me to get Whataburger and coming, which should be next year, bro. That's the plan. The patty melt, spicy ketchup. When it gets small enough, I kind of want to go after this recording. Me too. (laughs) Me too. But I'm on keto. Me too. I'm on keto. Honey butter chicken biscuit, dude. Dude, but you take like the patty melt when you get to smaller bits. You you just dip it in that that spicy ketchup. God, in the barbecue sauce mix. Good Ooh, girl. Dude. Oh God, man! Like it's it's another it's <laughs> orgasmic. Okay, it's 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 incendiary. You know, we haven't even talked about the one. I forget what they call it, but there's one that's like on toast and it's chicken tenders with barbecue sauce and like oh, uh, I've had that one's good with the cheese, I've had bro. That. bro. I, I have had that. That one is very good, bro. That's that's, that's like it's. I'm doing a Robert Durio. That's good. Yeah, that's very it's good. Good. It's look, good. Look, look, folks, you good. come to Texas. <laughs> Look, try out Whataburger, get a specialty burger, don't get a regular burger. And yeah, don't, if don't you get a that. chance, stop at a Bucky's and get some barbecue. Okay? Oh, God. It's an experience. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, no, it's funny. I want to gush about my home state. I want to admit something about, about Whataburger, too, guys, that I just realized right now. So I remember the first time I had it, I did just get a regular burger and I didn't think it was anything special. No, like, it's not. It's okay. Yeah, but it's a, and, it's a good burger. It's so, not great. It's, good, it's not special. It's not good, bad. Hey, remember when my nephew was down? You met him, Derek. Uh, he yep. so he had gone to Whataburger and just got a regular burger too, and he was like, "Yeah, this is this is not that good." And he was like, "And we passed a Whataburger, and he was like, dude, people be talking big shit about about Whataburger, and it's not that good.'" And I asked him, "Did you get a regular burger?" And he said, "Yeah." And I was like, "All right." And we turned the car around. <laughs> and <I> went, <laughs> we went. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, you, I'm, whether you want to eat this or not, you're going to. And I'm like, I'm gonna order. I'm gonna, I'm gonna order force the meal. feed you. Welcome yes. to Texas. Yes, exactly. I'm gonna. So what order, did you give him? Yep, I ordered. I'm gonna order you the meal. I got him the patty melt, and he took one bite and he looked at me, and he said, <laughs> "This shit slaps hard." <laughs> and I was like, I know, I know. <laughs> I don't Dude, I know good food. I knew I liked him when I met him. Yeah. I, knew yeah. I, liked him. <laughs> I was like, you got the wrong thing. If you go to Whataburger, anybody who's listening to this podcast that ever gets the blessing of going to a Whataburger, do not get their regular burgers. Get the get specialty, specialty stuff. It's going to blow and rock your world. Because we just named like six specialty burgers and all of us were like, <laughs> damn, oh God. And they're all good. The fuck, we haven't even touched on the taquitos, dude. No, God. Oh, God, those are oh, good, those are bro. Good. I forgot about those. And, those and they're on 24 hours, bro. Oh. Oh, get them. All right. Oh. Let, me tell you, let me tell you, folks. It is not actually a taquito. What I'm they've done is just call the breakfast episode. taco a taquito. Okay. It's just a breakfast taco. <laughs> it but is. But it's. 
And you can, you can, ooh, they have bacon, they have potato, they have cheese, <laughs> they have egg. You can get them all together if you just ask. They'll do it. They'll do it. They'll put them all in one. That's the thing about Whataburger, too, guys. You, can, you could do whatever you want there. And it's always there. And they'll totally do it. That's what they said. And you could literally, but like they weren't kidding. They said you could get whatever 100%. you want. You could get anything you fucking want. Like, but you can do that anywhere, though. But you can do that anywhere. So why would you go to a Whataburger? No, you can't. No, you can't. It's, not it's always sure. there. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. This is going to be the Whataburger episode. I've said yeah. it. I'm locking it down. Look, this is the look, Whataburger. I, Honestly, I didn't intend to gush about Texas, but this, this episode, movie did a good job. Sponsor us. It they should sponsor Whataburger. Whataburger. I don't if even you're want listening, money. I don't want money. Whataburger. No, I just want patty they're based on a corpus. I want. The, I'll, I want I'll drive the down there. They're based card. on a corpus. Okay. Yep. I just I want, want the lifetime card. I don't I even. Lifetime I'll take the lifetime card, but you you don't even have to give me everything. Just give me them patty melts, boo boo. That's it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Get the lifetime card. That way you can get patty melts for what life, is, bro. What is, is there a lifetime card? What are you talking about? They, there's okay, got to okay, be so, one. Okay, so here's the thing. So a lot of these guys are like the celebrities who like are sponsored by these uh, like these companies, these these fast food companies, these chains. So, um, God, there was a NASCAR driver. Um, fuck, just like an unlimited name? gift card? You just you can Basically, swipe it as much it as is, you want? Like, like he was sponsored. There was a NASCAR driver. Uh, I, he, he was he was with Jeff Gordon. He was a guy, uh, kind of a kind of a more heavy set dude with black hair. I forgot what his name was. Um, but he was he was a, he's one of the NASCAR champions. Like he won the Winston Cup and the the Nextel Cup a few times. Um, he was like Jeff Gordon's rival kind of thing. But he was sponsored by BK, and BK gave him as part of his deal. They gave him a lifetime BK card. As a sponsor, what? So for the rest of his life, he has this card, and can go into BK and order whatever he wants and put it on this card, and they will pay for it. Dude, doesn't matter. I'd He's got it. Look, I would take that. I would take any fast food restaurant's lifetime. Okay, card. okay, okay. But there's only so far you can get with like McDonald's or like something oh, wrong. Course. Sonic is good. McDonald's has its place. But look, I mean, do you realize? Okay. I'm not. I'm not going to bash on BK because we've already established, and I think we all agree that the their regular burger is the best. The yes. regular, the regular Whopper is one of the best burgers you can get. Yes, out. yes. Um, and and I don't want BK to change anything about this. I am stating facts, not complaints. You make it fresh, and it takes fucking forever. And I don't want you to change that. But if I had an unlimited card for Whoppers, I would be waiting my entire life for like ten burgers. Like they just take so they say I mean, you want the next one right also away. Does that too though, dude? Whataburger is slow because they make it fresh as well. Yeah, but they they found a way to like I don't know. There's just they're slower than BK, bro. They are slow. No, you just no. like them better. That's why you don't care. What? What I'm just sitting there drooling is, the whole time. Whataburger what is slower. Slower, bro. They are slower. Whataburger is slow as fuck. That's they the are. I, went, uh, I wouldn't consider them fast food. I call look, them. Look, I call look, them look, moderately look, look. quick. Yeah, this is not a fast food <laughs> podcast, but I think we all agree here. We'll, we'll move forward. Well, the movie. The movie. Hold on. The movie. <laughs> back. I found out who the racer was. It was Tony Stewart. You remember Tony Stewart? Oh wow! I Eric, do. He was yeah, big I back do. in like yeah, the yeah, what, late nineties, sure. early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, like 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 from like late nineties to the early. He's like been around. Yeah, he's been around for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, he he was the BK like racer. He was sponsored by BK, and he got the card, and he even showed it on TV one time. Like, I got the card. Like, he's just like, 
He didn't give a shit. So he's got he's he's got BK for life because he was their their sponsor. I mean, it couldn't but, have costed him that much, the BK that much, to to like the amount of marketing that they got off of him just owning that card and stories being written about the card existing. Like, I'm sure it was worth the publicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even, it's, it's, honestly, it's, too, like, he's not going to use that thing every day. And also, too, even if he does, let's say he wrong. spent. Yeah, even if he does, let's say he spent a thousand dollars a day. Do you think that's going to break BK? <laughs> you know, exactly. like, it's not. It's not nope. even a. It's not even a blip on the radar, bro. That's not. But they know they carry a thousand dollars worth of fast food. But uh, that's a whole car. <laughs> but I'm just saying, bro. But I'm just saying, like, I, I mean, I, bro, you, 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 like, he's not going to use it every day. If he does, no. it's what five, twenty, thirty dollars a day. If that, that, that ain't doing shit. You know, yeah, dude, it's worth yeah, it. No, yeah, it was worth it. Totally, BK, worth it, we bro. can be paid for. Just let <laughs> so, us know. No, 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 no. What a burger! What a burger! I'm okay to either. Burger. You know what? Both. Let's let's let us know. I won't discriminate. Never mind. I want to open this up to any restaurant at all. If it's BK, I just want to let you know if you're going to do that, you make sure that you, whenever I order a BK, you give me that Italian international chicken sandwich. That's what I want all the time. Sorry. Yeah, but you know, if we get it from McDonald's, it's going to exclude the McRib. If we go to oh, Sonic, it's going to ex- it'll exclude no, the chili dog and the tater no, tots with ew, cheese. Chili dog, dude. Sonic chili dog, you're missing out. Oh, dude, no, no, no. The Sonic, Sonic chili dog. Honestly, I don't like Sonic. The only thing I like there is that chili dog. Yeah, it's fire, dude. And if you yeah. get tots with cheese, oh, it makes you regret your decisions. But it's fucking delicious. <laughs> it does. This has turned into the fast food podcast of Vengeance. We're a bunch of foodie fat asses. It's all good. (laughs) It's true. Is it time for ratings? We've been gushing for a while about this It is time for ratings. All right. So I'll give my rating first Um, in regards to the most picture. I'm going to give it a solid mm, 7.8. All right. It was good. It wasn't amazing, but it was good. I was, I was, I loved the writing, um, and the acting was good and everything. It, it wasn't out of control, amazing, but it was. I give it a solid seven eight. Hmm. Okay, hmm. all right, um, Eric. Yeah, I think I, I think I respect his score, but I, I think it's too low. So, um, I'm gonna give it an Say eight. It. I'm gonna give it an eight point eight. Uh, this is Ooh, a fantastic spicy. movie. Um, I wouldn't. I think that's more than th- what you gave Glorious Bastards. Is it? No, he gave Inglorious Bastards. I give it over a. Nine. a I give it over a. Nine. No, Eric gave Inglorious Bastards a nine point one. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Sorry, so sorry, you're sorry. fine. Yeah, what, yeah. What's okay. your what is your rating officially, my, Eric? My rating is officially an eight point eight. But like I. I so I go by by Derek's scale. If there's, I liked what he said. If if it's a if it's a movie that you should tell everyone to see, it's in the nines. Okay. So the reason why I'm not putting this in the nines is that I think this is a great movie and I would tell anybody to see it. And I did tell a group of people to see it, but it's not a movie that I think I would see myself for the, like for the rest of my life, remembering to tell everyone to watch this movie. So that's why I'm like, this is a great movie, but it's not in the nines. <laughs> that's what I see. Maybe, maybe, maybe BJ Novak doesn't have that track record yet. They, oh, maybe this I'm, is the start hey, of that track record. If he gets another shot, I am going to be first in line to see it. That's how much I love this movie. So I believe in BJ Novak. All right. Yeah, mine, gonna... I'm going to go, is uh, how well it was made, 4.2 out of 5. And uh, how much I enjoyed it, 4. That brings us to an 8.2. 
I'm right in the middle okay. of you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it it's it's it got an eighty in Rotten Tomatoes, so we're right around the score for that. So, and you know, it, it's 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 a good movie. It's it's worth watching. It's definitely it's not like a waste of time to sit and watch this motion picture. It's a great movie. And if folks lie. listening at home or in your car or while you're in the shower masturbating, whatever it is, um, <laughs> if, if you're oh if you've listened this Eating far and you still haven't seen the movie, oh go and go and listen to the movie. Go watch the movie. Wow, wow! I don't know where to go from here, man. It's top shelf. Top get, shelf is what comes how did next. We get here? Oh my god! Whoa! I, top shelf I is where we go from here. Oh fuck I me! Where, I don't think I can uh, go on, man. I think this is I don't the know. end. That was that's <laughs> wow! Holy shit, Derek! Whew, you, Derek! Whew. Wow, really you came strong envelope. today, boy. Yeah, you came envelope. strong. How many of those beers did Damn. you have, buddy? Huh? Jeez. For real, dude. <laughs> Damn, son. Wow! If you're listening to this in your car, if you're masturbating in the shower, <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> I hope you're not masturbating in your car while you're driving. That's dangerous. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I think, oh man, I think Eric's about to piss his pants. In the shower. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. My question to you, Derek, is this: Is this something that you readily do? Do you do that yourself? <laughs> Listen to podcasts in the shower while you masturbate. <laughs> He listens to his own podcast. He listens to his own podcast. I think all you hear is all you hear is this. And it's just it's Derek masturbating to I think I sound really good. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. I think I sound, sound amazing. The sound of my own voice. Oh god. Oh, god. <laughs> You know what? You know what? Actually, I forgot to mention too, guys, which is kind of weird about the movie. Oh God, we uh, we're on a we're on a movie podcast doing a yeah. podcast about a movie about a, movie about a podcast. podcast. <laughs> very meta. It's a very, very meta solid episode. Point. Super meta. Wow. Solid point. Solid yeah. point. Oh my God. But thank you, Derek, for giving us that little. You yeah, know, that was great, Derek. Know, thank you. Window I, into your private life. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sure. Whatever, whatever. Uh, matter of fact, I, I, is this going to be released yet? I got to go shower. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to listen to the raw footage, and he's just going to yeah, he's going to yeah. isolate just like, his oh, audio. So Nobody else. Oh, this is so good. Is just my own audio track. <laughs> all you hear is this. I hear. Oh, God. I can't Man, you are so, you, I, I, I mean, we always knew you were a condescending prick, but I thought you were a narcissist. Damn. Yeah, dude. Oh, God. oh, you guys are oh, funny. Fuck Holy me. shit. Fuck. Ooh, me. I need a breath. We're funny. It's us. Okay. Oh, Jesus. You're, amazing. you're amazing today. This, yeah, dude. You're I've killing never, you, Dude, we've been doing this podcast for, fuck, man, almost three years now. I just okay, throw April, that line be, out, and you, you guys have turned this that. into the funniest <laughs> moment we've had in months. This, is, this yeah. is like this is like up there with you know with like my comment about you know Johnny Depp winning an argument. I mean, it's right up there, bro. But we just couldn't stop laughing, dude. <laughs> I mean, listen, man. Oh I've been on this cod, I've been on this podcast for like Cod-cat, over, Codpast. Yeah, this Codpast. <laughs> I'm drunk. I've been on this podcast for what a year and a half at this point. Yeah, and. Uh, this is the first time Derek's ever made me laugh. <laughs> <That hard. laughs> 
No, no, no. No, ever. It's the first time ever. he's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Derek. Thank you for I'm gonna, I get... I'm gonna show myself oh, out, folks. Oh, out. Me, <laughs> oh maybe maybe we'll get another zinger in another oh. year and a half, you know. Oh my god. Oh my god. That hurts. My cheeks hurt. The, oh the whole god. like isolating my own track and listening to yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, bro. That's what you would do. <laughs> it's so gross. This is a gross this is a gross podcast, dude. This is just taking fart jokes now. It's great. You guys you guys need to grow up, both of you. Fuck grow off. Up. You were laughing about this shit too. I, don't, you I did asshole. not think it was funny. <laughs> oh god. It oh, wasn't so funny. Okay. okay. Top shelves. Okay, top shelf. All right, Eric, what do you got this week for us, buddy? I swear to you, if one of you motherfuckers bring that fucking what's that shit Jeffrey that Dahmer been talking about Jeffrey Dahmer that fucking show fuck that maybe I was gonna bring it now I have to change it because you ruined it <laughs> no yeah, were you really going to yeah that really you don't have anything better to watch no I, I was I was actually honestly I do have other ones but I thought about Good. doing it I was like no I'll I'll stay away from it that's what I literally thought but I did love it. I did love it. So I did like it. Did you watch it, Tomas? The Jeffrey Dahmer thing? I have not seen it yet because okay. I saw my friend Dahmer and I read the actual graphic novel also. Okay. And so it, it's it's trip. It's, I don't know. I don't know if I have the the mental yeah. fortitude to go through the 10 that episodes, again. which I thought yeah. was a lot. I was like, that's a lot. It was a lot. I've, Oh but God. I liked it. I, it was great. Oh, I'm sure it's. I'm sure yeah. it's great. I mean, have you read? Did you ever read? Have you, you should read the graphic novel of my friend Dahmer. It's uh, amazing. Okay. It is an amazing graphic novel. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway, um, so I would see, um, my top shelf this week. I have two. I have a parlay. <laughs> First top shelf is the New York Football Giants. They are three and one. <laughs> You're a dick. Either way, they're three and one. This is the first time they've been three and one in I don't know forty five years. So it's a uh, it's a good thing. It's good things going on in New York. We're happy. We got a decent a decent ball club, and ah, uh, they're my top shelf. But my my parlay is going to be. Rick and Morty season six. It's fucking great. Have you guys been watching it? Oh, God. It? That's a good one. That's a good pick. Yes. I've been yeah, watching every episode. It's great. Tomas, you're, you're muted. And it's, yeah, dude. I that love it. That's a good like, pick. I felt uncomfortable pick. for the first time ever from Rick and Morty. Did you guys, have you guys, are you up to date? <laughs> with, yes, I'm up to no, date. I'm what not, episode? I'm Which not, one? I'm not. When Beth has sex with herself. Like, I was yeah, like, Yeah, dude. I feel like I'm a, it wasn't like Nick Cage kissing himself because I know that was weird, but he was kissing himself. No. It's funny, but like Beth and Beth had sex, like full on intercourse. Oh my God. I don't know if I was more uncomfortable by. I don't know if I was more uncomfortable about that episode or the episode where Jerry fucks his mom. Oh my God. Yeah, that one was crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna have to catch up now because I haven't. I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the rest of them. I think it, Tomas. I think it's hilarious because Tomas hasn't seen it, but he's like, "Yeah, that is makes it? sense that this would be." Who's the, the big bad? <laughs> I'm totally. I, yeah. I mean, it it totally makes sense. Yeah. I've seen this show. Did well. I catch? Did I catch it right? Was the big bad in that episode Gwyneth Paltrow? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Do you know. think so? 
It might they kind of seem like they were playing on like you know making up products and selling snake yeah. oil and kind of shit that yeah maybe whatever. yeah no that maybe not, not to harp on you out there but you had some crazy crazy ideas going to Paltrow. just saying okay. <laughs> Derek's not a role okay <laughs> good pick yeah okay good, good pick what, 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 what about you Derek what'd you yeah. got dude um I need Eric I need you to bite your tongue for a minute oh god we talked about Ted Lasso and I, I've seen it. I've enjoyed it. It's fantastic. It's a, it's a wonderful show. Um, and something else came up on my radar and I, I, I wasn't really, you know how um, there, there's lots of times in the entertainment industry, especially with movies that they will come out with one movie with a similar theme and a second movie with another theme, a bug's life and ants are, you know, great examples where two different studios put out very similar concept movies uh, in close proximity to each other uh, in time. Um, And so Ted Lasso uh, did a fantastic job when it came out. And I was concerned that this new show called Welcome to Wrexham was the same that someone else trying to ride on a new theme. They just finally got it pumped out, you know, a new episode. It's got Ryan Reynolds and um, it's got uh, Rob McElhenney. Rob Rob McElhenney. Yes. Um, And it is not the same as Ted Lasso. It is, it's soccer themed, right? Football themed, but um, it is about them acquiring a team in Wales and trying to revive the, honor let's say the performance of the team and and revive the community and you know get people to rally around this team and their community again because they've kind of been hurting for a while um and i'm watching every episode with bated breath it is fantastic it's it's a docu-series it's it is it's not it's not scripted per se um you know they're just kind of documenting their experience with owning a a soccer soccer slash football team Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic. It's hysterical, and you're you're rooting for them and hoping that they do well. And I have uh, avoided looking up the scores of the most recent season of the team of Wrexham because this yeah. all has happened in the past, and I don't want to know how it plays out yet because it's yeah. still. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not to the end of the season. There's a long. Yep. It's a long season. I think it's something like I don't know, like 20 episodes or something like that. Yeah. So there's lots more to come, and I'm pumped about it. I'm enjoying it. Check it out. Welcome that's to a, Wrexham. It's an FX special. That's a fantastic want- top shelf. I agree with Derek. It's a fucking great show. And I would have never expected you to watch it, Derek, because you're just not a sports ball person, you know? It's but, true. But it's I'm true. enjoying it. Like, yeah, I'm like, soccer so, is great. This is yeah, great. It's so, and it, and it, I will say. You understand the, the, the hierarchy of it, too, and, and, and understand the game a little bit better, even though I like soccer. But sorry, Derek. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. No, no, you're right. They, they, they make it a point to, you know, they play on the joke around um, English translations versus, um, you know, uh, British translations versus a Wales translation, um, of like when they say, you know, some slang term that we're not familiar with, right. That that's not an Americanized, uh, term or the rules and how the game is played and the different leagues. And they, they make sure that they're educating the viewer because they realize that a lot of the following that is going to be watching this, that follows, you know, Ryan Reynolds or, um, uh rob mcelhenny rob mcelhenny um (laughs) i was gonna say john i was like no that's not right um they're they're you know these are uh, american celebrities and so 
it, it it's a great show. I'm enjoying it. I'm I, and I will say that when it comes to just about any sport, I, I enjoyed watching baseball in general. But soccer is one of the sports that I actually don't feel bad about, like I'm watching regularly and and because it's a worldwide thing. Like it's one of the few sports that is actually worldwide that everyone yeah. in the world is watching. Yeah. And so like, I'm like, ah, oh, well I can actually be part of something that's, that's bigger than just, you know, the 30 teams in America that play this or something like that, you know, but yeah, yeah. welcome yeah. to Wrexham. Check it out. FX special, right. fantastic if, show still airing now. This isn't my top shelf, but if you want to see something that's like it almost watch, uh, on Netflix, uh, Sunderland till I die. Sunderland till I die. It's on Netflix and it's the same thing. It's about the Sunderland football club and what they, um, and what they're experiencing because they got, they have been in like the Premier league for years and then they got relegated to like the second division, not just the first division. They lost there too and got relegated to the second division of, of football. Cause you have Premier league, you have the championship yep. and then you there's have like the five. Second. There's like five different. Yeah. Leagues. yeah. There's yeah. like five different leagues. There's like overall, yeah. it's like hundreds One, two, of three. teams. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the top three is, 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 is the champ is the Premier league, the championship, and then league two or the second league or whatever the hell it's called. But they got, they, they, they got kicked out of the Premier league and there's a financial burden on that because these guys, it's it's funny, it's crazy how the contracts work. Where if you get kicked out of the Premier League or the top division, you know your top players can literally nullify their contracts and they become free agents. Well, and they immediately lose all the funds from televising they, it, exactly. and, and all the sponsorships they, 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 might drop they, from that. Free fall in yeah. regards to fi- and financially. So what's the name of this so, again? Give it to me one more time. It's called Sunderland till I die. There's only about. Two or three seasons, they didn't make another one, but they're it's really good shit because in the middle of all this, there's like in the middle of these seasons, there's also a, a sale of the team. Like the team gets sold in the whole process mm. as well. Like it's like it's a whole thing. And this is this town that's super blue collar. It's a great, great show. Great cool. show. Yeah, um, but it's not my top shelf. Um, I don't know. Did I I, I have a couple, but I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. Did I ever tell you guys about the Formula One show I watched? No, that one's not. You haven't given us that one yet. Oh, okay. So that's my top shelf this week. Because I had another option, but I was like, no, this is my top shelf, dude. I spent like a good three weeks watching this show. There are four seasons of this show, and they're in the middle of filming the fifth season. This show has made me watch F1 racing, Formula One racing. Incredible sport. It's called Formula One Drive to Survive. Okay? It's a Netflix show. They've done it for the last four years, and now they're filming the fifth one. And it is unbelievable series. It's a great show because it gives you the background, and they 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 basically uh, monitor and video like like the first season. I think it's like only like four teams, which is like a couple of teams. Like one of the teams is a uh, is uh, Mercedes. Actually, no, the first the first season Mercedes isn't even a part of it. The first first season Red Bull's a part of it. Uh, uh, and a couple other Williams is a part of it. A couple other teams are a part of it, so they don't have everybody in. But the next season, it's like everybody joins. Like Ferrari's a part of the show, Mercedes is a part of the show. They all yeah, go in okay. there, and you see the different like 
<clears throat> all the drama because these guys are all fucking they're all big kids because they're all fucking race car drivers they all have super mm-hmm. immature they yeah. are like dude the, the 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 racing i'm just like holy shit every time there's a racing scene it's like you're waiting for it to happen and it does and i've started watching f1 this year this season and it's basically every fucking episode every fucking race somebody gets somebody gets torn apart like it's then that their, their cars just get destroyed because they're built for that but it's just wild to watch that anything can happen and they're out of the race like anything even if their 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 tires just kind of touch on the side it could cause a fucking uh, a wing to fly off or for their brakes to just go out of whack and they have to leave the race and they're done they're done i always thought it was interesting how um in in formula one the the technology that they develop the whole the whole reason that these car manufacturers sponsor formula one is that's where they develop the technology that eventually makes its way 10 15 years down the road into production vehicles that we all benefit from yeah that blows my mind that that's the research and development is this single environment race where it is do or die bro like there's um like mercedes like recently, like Red Bull is the top now. They're the top team right now. Like they have, and they're, they've already like won the championship this year. And they're, they're, they still have like six races left and they've won the championship already. Like, was, like no one's going to get close to them this year. And well, then they but guard previously, their technology fiercely. But, but, but the thing is, is that like the, the, their motor is a Honda motor, it's a Honda engine. Oh, really? They, yeah, they're, they're a Honda engine. Before, like most of the teams have Mercedes or they have like, Aston Martin engines and things of that nature, but theirs is Honda. So like now other teams are like, we need to go with a Honda. They just, it's just hilarious how they just kind of just start copying each other and how they go. It's just, it's wild just to watch, but watch the show. It's worth your time, dude. It's, it's a really, really good show. Formula One. Cool. Yeah. It's worth it. I mean, okay, like, so my wife, Michelle was like, are you fucking watching the racing show again? I'm like, yes, yes. I am. Are we, are we about to talk about your next pick Tomas? Or are we going to talk about the Halloween special? Both motherfucker. That's what we're doing. Oh God. All right. Give me your All pick right, first. So okay. I'll give you your pick for my pick first, because I know that it's, it's, it's going to be, it, it's going to be something that you're going to be okay with. You're going to enjoy. Okay. We'll see about that. And, and I was like, I was torn. Uh, between you know, doing something more lighthearted. <laughs> <This guy. laughs> um, I mean, there's a there's a couple things that I that I've been wanting to see, and you know what, Eric, why don't you go ahead and give us the Halloween episode then? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you went on that whole soliloquy, man. <laughs> And guess what? I hadn't chosen my movie. Classic, classic Tomas. Every <laughs> fucking time. Every time. Dude. Well, but you then know what, you, dude? I, I got Whose podcast is this? <laughs> Mine, well, bitches. No, I'm just we'll kidding. We'll search your movie um, then, and I'll tell you. I got my Terry. movie. Oh, you I got, got it? Movie. Okay. Okay. All right. You want to go? I got it. I got it. Okay. I'm right. going to go for it. Okay. Because I think it was, I think it'd be a cool discussion piece. I think I'm going to go with 3,000 Years of Longing. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm down. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I haven't seen it I've yet. I've been wanting to watch and it. I've been wanting to watch it. Let's so do I it. Think, I, think, I think let's do it with that because that, that's going to be a cool discussion piece, good or bad. It's going to be a good time to talk about a George Miller flick, dude. 
We haven't done that yet. You know, we yep. haven't done we haven't even done Mad Max, which is one of the things we thought about. But might as well go with that. What a, a great thing. Halloween you know? pick, dude! Way to go! That's no, not the Halloween. Not the Halloween. Pick. Not the Halloween buddy. Mm-hmm. All so, right, what's the yeah, Halloween Eric, pick? Eric, what's the Halloween pick, brother? To make Derek, I this... think I think as soon as you say it, I think Eric's gonna Derek's gonna literally piss his pants. Like he's Derek, just gonna. This we're gonna yeah. watch it. We're gonna watch a horror film, okay? And it's I'm produced by myself. It's produced by A twenty four, okay? Okay. It's directed by Ari Aster. Oh, and it's called Midsummer. That's what we'll be oh, watching. Yeah, baby. We're gonna be watching Midsummer. <laughs> I, I've never uh, seen the movie. I can't wait, <laughs> Derek. I cannot wait. I see to talk about so this with you. many memes about this movie on the A twenty four Facebook page, and I every time I'm just wait. like, "Oh God, Derek! I you have no idea how excited I'm not even ready. I'm not even ready because I don't know. I don't know what we're in for. I'm super excited." I'm going to tell Here's you Here's the problem. Guys. Here's the problem. Like, it's not going to be some kind of bullshit Jeepers Creepers or nope. It movie or, or Jason <laughs> movie. It's going to be really well done. Hard it's going to no. make you terrified. Hard because it's no. 824. They're yes. going to do it well. And I'm, oh, God damn it. God it's damn like, it. And, it's, and, and it's one of those movies that Michelle hates that she's not going to watch because it's something that could actually fucking happen. I there's there's things I want to do I want to say about this. I might cry. I might cry. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you do. I hope you do. There's a couple (sighs) things I want to say about this. So I'm excited to watch it with you guys because I've seen it like a a million times because I think it's a film that is going to be studied one day, and I mean that because it's brilliant as far as how it was shot and all that stuff. So I'm excited to watch a beautiful, beautifully shot horror film with you guys. It's gonna be great. <sighs> look, okay. at, look at look at Derek. If, if everybody listening, if you could see Derek right now, he is so uncomfortable at this moment. I am. The, I am his so comfort level, his comfort level is like on the floor. He just does not and, want any part of this movie. And my endorphins are through the roof with excitement. <laughs> you know, I brought oh, I you this really discussion. well thought film right vengeance was a is it was a diamond in the rough it was undiscovered people don't know about this movie and it was a gem and then you treat me like this i give you the exact same thing in return my friend it's the exact same thing in return (laughs) this is a brilliant movie that we're about to watch and i mean that this movie is brilliant so okay give it back to me the the next uh, episode that we're gonna release is likely to be our Halloween special, our Halloween special, and that's gonna be Midsummer. Stream it on Showtime, but rent it anywhere that you can get on the internet. Basically, it's all over. And then when we come back from our Halloween special, we'll do Three Thousand Years of Longing, which you can currently rent everywhere: Apple TV, Amazon, Google Play, YouTube, Vudu, all of them. So uh, as far as anything, we, we have a lot of different quotes. Uh, I mean, there's the quotes with the regrets, which we talked about. I mean, there's so many quotes in this motion picture. Here's one that I thought was great. It was from Ty. It's about Whataburger. So I'm going to call this the Whataburger episode 100%. 100%. And it's it's going to be the Whataburger episode 100%. This is one of the lines he said, asking why you love Whataburger is like asking why you love Christmas or a summer night or why you love your dog, you just love it, and that's how love works. 
Good night, everybody. Good night, Peace folks. out.